Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No. Ow. All right. Welcome to another fucking almost said free form. Welcome to another Mark and Jerry BS sessions, man. <laughs> Cheers, bitches. What's up? Before we start, I always try to say this. What do I say before we try to start? We're going to do the BS first, and then we're going to get into making our own Tesla Ultimate 11 song album. And I would like to give condolences to our brother, Al Horta, who's he's at his cousin's wake right now, man. We love you, brother. Sorry you couldn't be here tonight, man. And, uh, I can, we're going to get you on here. I'm going to get you on something. Every time yeah. I invite you, man, just something comes up with you. I, I think I'm just bad luck with you. <laughs> you always have shit yeah, I'll, always an open invite, man. Always. always, man. Maybe he'll do the 1981 with us next week. Yeah. But, um, so um, on that 1981, are we going to stick to 10, 11, or 15? Let's do 15. Yeah, uh, 15. There's too many good right. songs. There's too many good songs in 81, and... uh Multiple genres, I don't give a shit. Songs or albums? Songs. Um, okay. Oops, we're going to make album. our only 1981. We're going to make an album. like. Gotcha. A, remember okay. I said we're going to call it like the K-Tel, K-Tel 1981 gotcha. hits. Okay. Good thing I, <laughs> good thing I clicked, got that cleared up. I've done the albums. Remember we were talking about that? I said, let's call it K-Tel 11 Ultimate <laughs> K-Tel 1981 hits. You know, everybody bought a K-Tel mm. album, right? Well, speaking of, man, I was listening to this last night afterwards. It's K-Tel, Rolling Stones on cassette. Yeah. <laughs> I was checking that out last night. Dude, it had freaking 16 tracks on this cassette. Not hey. bad. Hey, man. Look at Charles, man. He's coming down from his buzz. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm just starting. Cheers. You don't like my wife's? My wife gave me that line. If you ain't drinking whiskey, you're part of the problem. I guess I'd be part of the problem tonight because I'm just gonna stick to beer. Ah, beer's cool, man. Yeah. I don't care. I thought that was yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm here, man. My wife supports me and she writes me a tagline, so that's fucking cool. Oh god, water. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. You need to get drunk on this show one time, man. I do, man. I usually get buzzed, man. I'm just not feeling it tonight. Uh, oh yeah, I'm drinking this tonight. Golden Monkey by um, Victory. Uh, right. Is that IPA? No, this is a triple ale Ooh. with 9.5 percent. Oh, that, it's out that, of Pennsylvania. That'll get you going. Yeah, it will be. It will. What, what were you drinking earlier, Charles? Some Polish women. <laughs> well, yeah, Polish vaginal juices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not a misogynistic. Uh, no, show, I'm. So. I'm absolutely joking. It I'm doing. No, I'm doing my Edwin kind of strategy from the Rock All Over You podcast. <laughs> no, we're not misogynistic. We don't. We're not misogynistic. Kind of we love women. In fact, we like to suck nipples. All right, whatever Polish beer is on tap. That's what I had. So, nice. Yeah. It's three a.m. Yeah. 
Look so at him. He's touching uh, his nipples because I talked about nipples. He's got <laughs> We're talking about a band that last night we had to make sure we trashed them, but yet they're still on a stadium tour. Let me remind the world that on their own, oh, on boy. their own, on their own. Hey, did you see no Duffy? goddamn, no goddamn nine arm or invalid bands in support right here, right here. Did you, actually, yeah, they had three good albums. That's right. They, they fucking tanked. But uh, this is what I'm going to say. No matter if they tanked, are they selling out stadiums De- around De- the world? De- That's so correct. Is, so is Def Leppard. Right. But, uh, they're going Not to by Europe. Themselves. They're, Not they're by themselves. Europe. Well, because people are sheep. But uh, let's go. Maybe. <laughs> I like Slash better with Miles. But uh, I'm yeah, going to tell you what I was going to I don't like up. Miles' voice. I love Miles <laughs> Andy. I like the singer. That's what I'm talking about. Whatever. There's a lot of people. Tina, don't my like friend it, Tina, you're good. not listening to this yeah. right now. I have dude, is she still on Facebook? Yeah. Does she delete me as a friend? I don't know. She talks to me all the time. Dude, I haven't seen Whoa. her in forever. Let me let me look and see if Tina deleted me. Did I piss her off? I never Damn, talked dude. shit to her. Piss somebody off every day, dude. Oh dude, I don't know why. I just give it opinions and I'm a troll. I'm a fucking troll for my own page. I, I, that was the weirdest thing ever from that scribble literal or whatever his fucking name is. Oh uh, yeah, I read that. I'm back to that, that back and forth yesterday. That was weird. I didn't get that. I didn't get. I didn't get that at all. I don't know the dude, so I don't know what. Oh, dude, she deleted me as a friend. Oh, Why what the for? fuck did I do with her? You could ask her for me. I I always talk great up to her, dude. I've never said anything uh, bad. Or... Piss off the Cowboys. Oh, I didn't have said anything about the Cowboys because they've been winning. I'll talk to her. I, I, she hasn't told me anything. I think she probably just made a mistake. Dude, I'll you talk. ask her for me because I've never done nothing to her, dude. I've I've loved her on there, dude. She she always fuck. Well, you know what? I don't give a fuck. You undelete me. You unfriend me. Fuck you. I didn't do nothing. Especially when I didn't do anything. But the thing is, I was called a troll. I was called a troll. This guy, I was a friend with him like a year ago. I forgot about him. Because I unfriended him because he kept coming out of my own post and called me a troll. He says, I make posts to piss people off. No, I make posts to get people to talk. (laughs) That's it. I want discussion. I make posts for that. But fuck that guy. But, uh, like, I wish Metal Mike would tell me what he thought of all his shit. Because <laughs> he said, him and Metal Mike are tight. Uh, I think I'm tighter with Metal Mike than you are, bitch. I'm on his fucking netmetalstation.com. You're not. All right. But uh, this is some news I didn't give you guys before I started the podcast, before we started today. Troy Laketa, since we were doing a Tesla, said he doesn't know if he's ever going to play with Tesla live again and he loves steve brown and the band and it's his gig right now what do you guys think about that well he's uh he's not you know he's you know telling him what he wants to do i mean doesn't want to play live no more doesn't want to play live no more a lot of people you know don't like to tour anymore you know they're old so you know maybe he just wants to stay time with his family and he knows what do you think about it, Andy? Well, if he's given his blessings, you know, yeah. and, and if this is what he wants to do and let what's-his-name take over for him well, while they're touring, you know, like um, 
like Jerry said, you know, these guys have been on the road for decades, you know. They missed out so much on life with their families, you know. Maybe he wants to settle down, and these guys are probably in their early 60s or late 50s. Yeah, he's 62. You know, people get tired of being on the road. He said he, lo- he loves vacation. He said he loves the band. He loves the guys. Yeah. And uh, Frank Cannon said, he said, he's dealing with some stuff right now, and we're going to let him do what he needs to do. You know, we're fine. You know, he's still in the band. He's still part of the band, but, you know, we're fine with him taking some time off, even if he never comes back. We're fine with it, you know. You know a lot of drummers always have fun with their hands, too, when they get older, too. Yeah. What do you think about it, so- Charles? Well, what are we going to do is, is Buffalo Wild Wings and Lafayette, Indiana going to shut down? I don't know. What are we going to do, Mark? I, I mean, I talked about Troy Lucetta saying he might never play with Tesla again. Oh, no. Yeah, no. He, said, he said that he's okay with Steve Brown being in a band. He loves the guys. If he they're loves the fine band. with it. They're fine with it. They're fine with it. Jokes yeah. aside, they should be fine with it. I mean, yeah. like everybody else said on the panel, these guys, our heroes are older than us, and we're not spring chickens. Well, you should get right. your face a little bit lower. All we see is your beard and your nose. That's why you need to. <laughs> and then start right here. GNR. We need to see that sexy, sexy mug, bitch. Come but on. I am okay with that. If that's, if they're all okay with it, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Troy, because man. not getting any younger. I mean, we're not all Paul McCartney. We're not all Billy Joel. These guys keep doing their thing, but these are freaks of nature. Paul yeah. Stanley, yeah, he's got to use the tape. It breaks my heart, but he's got to use the tape. You know, I don't hate his kiss as I say I do. <laughs> you might find out tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow you know what I, i'm happy i like going off on nirvana that was fun because i got a lot of discussion from all you guys and other people you know there's people that agree with me there's people that didn't agree with me that's all i wanted i'm not being a troll i like people to talk You're bringing why up. you brought that subject up why you brought this like subject I, because up. somebody told me that lennon and that they're better than Lennon well, and Courtney. You shouldn't fall for that kind of nonsense. But it's malarkey. funny. That gave me an idea. Not, I get it, but it's not yeah, funny. There's, a, there's always some, some there's always some posts just you just can't respond to because right. you so, gotta well, I didn't respond to his post. I made my own post. <laughs> but it's like, you know, <laughs> I made my own shit. So trying to say Sammy Hagar, hello baby, is some great lyrics. That's right. I got Dude. Hagar. He yeah. writes better lyrics than Kurt Cobain. He's Get got out of your fucking he's mind. Got three to four, he's got three to four verses to Kurt's one. That's because yeah. you've listened to like two songs. Have you ever listened to? I have all the fucking albums right here. I hated been... Bleach. Bleach was horrible. No, well, that's because you don't know what you're talking about. I think it's their best phenomenal. album is Unplugged when they did other covers. Which when they did 12. Lake of Fire. and all 12 million. And I love, unplugged was you on posted. Mark posted, you know, Nine Arm, Def Leppard. They they beat Nirvana's ass overall. Yes, too. In total sales with 35 million copies, 35 million albums. Nirvana and three albums. Three albums. Never mind, so 30 million. In utero, yes, it was down a bit. It's seven million. 
roughly. Okay, what was Pyromania? Unplugged was it twelve million, which got the death rub. Okay, you I got agree. you got Pyromania at like twelve million. You got how many twenty five million, and you got you albums, got fucking how many albums? How many? I'm going by three albums. How many I'm albums Dove Leopard put out? They put out a lot more because Kurt Cobain was a pussy and killed himself. Well, but, hey, Emma, Emma sold four hundred million. You know what? <laughs> Emma, so, I, did I ever complain about them? I did. I, yes, I just say I, I, had throw, I had to throw it. I had to throw it in. Fozzie did a cover of them and it sucked. I had to throw it in, man. The thing is, is that Cobain? Yes, Cobain wrote, wrote um, less verses. That's correct, but he said a lot in those verses or two that he did write. I'm telling you. Fucking heroin makes you mumble. Yeah, I won't. I won't freaking deny the impact of that album, man. I, you know, oh yeah. I, I was, it's not a huge I was fan there. Of it, I, I bought it. I, I can't deny the impact. Oh, we. We were all there. I don't know why you, you act like it's just you. No, but I'm saying I was there. I was watching it. I like stats. I watched stats which before Kurt Cobain died. Before Kurt Cobain died, in utero was at 79 on the charts, right? Right. Sold 18,000 copies. No, okay. and that week he died, it jumped up to 47 and jumped up to 20. For what 40 million 40,000 copies and jumped up to 27 on the charts. His yeah, but- death that his death made that band a legend, which they shouldn't have been a legend just for shouldn't one album. Been. One album grunge only lasted two years, and yeah. metal and hair metal is still going strong. Thanks. It is, yes, it is. You see it the is. stadium tour, bitch. You went Motley Crew, Death Lovers. Poison. Somebody else went on the panel of this. <laughs> exactly. Hair metal is kicking ass, dude. I just kicking saw. Ass. I just saw Iron Maiden. This sold out fucking arena, dude. Iron Maiden's hair metal. That's no, not but hair they're metal. metal. They're metal. I'm saying, remember, remember <laughs> really? they said no. They said now Iron Maiden's hair they metal. They said grunge killed all metal. Hair Who's metal, metal. Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden did that? play clubs with Blaze Bailey. Who said that? Who said Everybody that? said they kicked out Everybody. metal. Except Pantera that. in the 90s was that? the only fucking... Nobody it's said a, that. They said yeah. that. Yeah, hair no, metal. All metal. All hair metal. metal. No, all metal. They did not say that. Yeah, Poison's still touring and, and fucking... They're not metal. Better. Poison is not metal. They're not Kiss. They fucking suck. You're the only one Okay. Likes- Right. Ahead, oh, ahead, really? Andy. Really? Nate, yes. wants Nate, Nate wants to chime in. Nate wants to chime on this. Nate in big, a big bushy, loves poison, and ah. so does Decibel Geek. Decibel Geek. Like, Sorry, okay, Andy, hey, trying, wow. so uh, I was just about to say, hair metal really lasted three or four years in their hair heyday right. between '86 and '89. It's not like they took up the whole decade of the '80s. '83 they to '89, because there was a lot of hair metal bands in '83. Who said huh? that? Who said that? Who? Uh, who? They, dude, in articles no, it said not. they killed no, they all hard not. rock and metal. Grunge Met- killed it. Metallica is not hair. Metal. All the metal bands, even the big metal bands like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, were Priest playing clubs. We're playing fucking clubs in the nineties. Okay. Dio, Dio was playing fucking clubs in the nineties because of fucking grunge, dude. 
it killed all hard rock and metal, not just hair metal. You was playing the House of Blues. Yeah, but Megadeth really took over the 90s as well. Megadeth was big in the 90s. Megadeth was playing fucking clubs. The only metal band in the 90s that was playing arenas was Metallica and Pantera. Well, not Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses imploded. (laughs) They imploded. They were gone after 93. You're talking hair metal is not Judas Priest. I'm just saying all hard rock and metal went down after grunge and that's a fact deal played fucking clubs dude is that nirvana's fault no it's fucking that's idiot. Fault. it's mtv it was the media's fault yes they didn't promote them anymore it's because there were a lot fault. of really good albums by those bands during that time that were right. ignored we talked about this fucking doggy Alice? dog by warren was fucking amazing warrant over alice in chains I like Anything I, I like all fuck dude. I I told you guys during the fucking grunge era, I didn't know there was shit going on. I just bought my metal, I bought my grunge, I bought everything, man. I like music. Yeah, I didn't fucking good. separate. I thought they were all fucking rock. All right, man, let's get out of this rant, man. <laughs> we got yeah, lots of shit to talk about. That's fun. What do you guys <laughs> think about the Guns N' Roses huge Use Your Illusions box set? I'll start with you first, Andy. Waste the money. In my in my opinion, it's a waste of money. I'm fine with that um, other live they came out with with the GNR live era eighty five to ninety five. I'm happy with that. What do you think about it, Charles? Buy it. Ooh. Money well well worth four hundred dollars. Well, I don't have to because I mean I get picked on because I use Apple Music. I do it because you of my don't lifestyle. get picked on, dude. I make jokes. You don't take but I'm gonna. I will get the full. I this is an advertisement for Apple Music, folks. I'll get the full thing. For I got Amazon Music because it's cheap. You'll it's get it for, You'll get. You'll get whatever you pay for for your streaming service for a year. That's how you'll I listen to everything. all those shitty albums that Lee gives me, like Mascara Soup. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> I, that's why I already have behind Jerry's left shoulder there. The wonderful like animals. Yeah. He has two copies. He has another one coming. I, I would buy up. seven. I would buy seven copies. Why? The <laughs> animals remix is phenomenal. I'm getting it on the seventh, dude. I'm getting the vinyl. The, I don't know how you're waiting. The blue. I really don't know how you're waiting. The blue because, because hey, I, I got, got the, the shirt. I got, I got hold on. This is my turn. I got the Guns N' Roses shirt on you because phenomenal. But that Animals remix it's is fucking amazing. Great. That's it's my favorite Floyd album, dude. But the thing is, I'm getting the 5.1 Blu-ray mix. Jerry is too. We're getting the DVD. We're getting the CD and the vinyl for 54 bucks. Well, I don't... Well, no, you would get no, it. No, Amazon I, will bring it down because they drop the prices. They no, always do that. I paid 110 for it, but now 61. No, no dude, they're going to drop it. They're going to drop it. They dropped it, didn't they? They always get the price. They, oh, price. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't, they, yeah, they didn't charge it right now, did they? Yeah, they, they didn't charge it. If that's the case. Cool. Yeah, they'll know. give you a refund, and it's fucking cool. I like Amazon. I'm telling you, Mark. I'm telling you. All, but it's phenomenal. Wait till you hear the drums. Yes, I'm waiting, bitch. And yeah. stop I don't want to listen to it until I get much. the physical copy in my hands. 
wait, but it, you know what it makes me really wonder, wait for that revolver remaster. I have that, that re cool. I have that, I have that pre-ordered, but I only got the deluxe CDs. I might have to get the CDs for that too. Yeah, I, oh. I, the vinyl is just too damn expensive right now. Yeah, man. it's at two or three hundred right now. Oh, but thing is that I'm a big Apple user every single day. I love Apple. Well, I use I use Amazon Music because yeah. it's it's HD. It's because I have to because Lee gives me shit. I don't want well, to. I have to listen. because I can't I can't I can't carry a turntable around with That's me. That's fine, dude. I was just fucking with you. I know. But they have good they have good sound quality, by the way, too. Apple does. Jerry, way what do you Spotify? Well, let's get to Jerry, man. Jerry, this is part of his show. What do you think about the Guns N' Roses <laughs> box set, man? First of all, I'm gonna comment on Apple real quick. I I I use Apple to see if I like a certain song or band, and if I like it, I'll buy the physical, you know, copy of it. But uh, you know, I'll say what you always say all the time about the Guns N' Roses box set. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Not for me. That appetite for destruction one was a fucking waste of money, and they even edited one in a million on that shit, dude. There's only there's only three or four bands I would you know, do that for: Floyd Zeppelin, uh, Rush, Kiss, a couple other. Yeah, I, yeah, I have to admit, Kiss. Kiss doesn't release good box sets. They have one coming up though. That the the what is it? Creatures of the Night. That it looks like the best box set they've ever released. But, but, all but, the other ones were just shit. But you need the box set. What pissed me off about okay, Kiss man. is all the fucking greatest hits album they have. Yeah, like every year they came out with the greatest hits album. Like it's the same with you know maybe one or two different songs on it. You know. However, you can get the official box set, which I bought with the guitar case back yeah. in the day when I was buying physical media. You can you get have the a box lot of physical set. media at your house. So. But, but you can get. I hope your wife doesn't sell it. I hope you keep. But you can things. get. You can get the God of Thunder Paul Stanley version on the box set. You can get all kinds of different versions. Uh, the Eddie Kramer uh, demo versions of Strutter and Deuce and the Wicked, List Wicked Lester version of She, which I'm not a big fan of. Uh, it's like, there's like a flute or something in there, ain't there? Right. An acrobat, but, I think, on there too, like a live version of that. Exactly. Oh, I was trying to love the best acrobat. part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. <laughs> no, they don't have that. But they do have acrobat, which is the def I love better than love theme from Kiss, personally. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't but, put that on the album. But you get that on. You can get that box set on Apple Music, so it's not like it's it's all that bad. It's not horrible. Uh, Spot and there's a misconception with the streaming services that well I can't get albums. Yes, you can. You can, yes, you can. Yeah. totally. I got mascara sue on there. I found most of your podcasts on Spotify, so I don't think it's that terrible. My podcasts aren't terrible. on Spotify. Yours not necessarily, but that's because of your choice. Yeah, but other, other podcasts, other podcasts I found. I don't use Spotify anymore though. So yeah, I'm I was of, reading uh my friend Robert Hay put up an article how people are ditching Spotify and buying uh DYI physical media now. I thought that was fucking pretty cool, man. Nothing yeah. wrong. I mean, vinyl's cool. The only thing that kills me though is when we were kids, didn't we run the CDs? Huh? The CDs didn't were we like 1899. 
vinyls are $7.99 and all the CDs are like $7.99 to $9.99 and the fucking vinyls are 30 bucks. What are you talking I about? Would... CDs have gone up so much in price the last couple of years, man. But you're, they're still decent price compared to the vinyl. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it was like when I used to go into Tower Records, I go, okay, I could buy two cassettes, two vinyls to one CD. So I picked yeah. two cassettes and then one to two vinyls. I yeah. just wish we brought back eight tracks. That would be ah, good. You need awesome. to talk to my friend Keith Ashcraft. He loves fucking, he'll send you, he'll fucking get you a refurbished eight track player. He'll find you the eight track. Yeah, I, I, I have a box from the storage somewhere, man. Hey, if you need an eight track player, Keith Ashcraft will find you one. Eight tracks are cool, man. Uh, I know you have to fast forward to rewind. I, just I had double vision on that shit. I just, I just posted today on your on uh, Freeform the uh, the uh, what was it? Pigs on a wing. Yeah, I saw full that. version. That was the eight track version mm, with the right. snowy white guitar solo. It's only on eight track. It was exclusive. So sometimes eight track is okay. Okay. Well, we got we got the troll of all trolls. A guy is cheating on his wife. He has a lot of women that came out against him. Maroon Five sucks. Just let that oh. out there right now. Adam Levine says, "Hot chicks don't listen to metal." What do you think about that, Andy? I think he's wrong because I know a lot of hot chicks that do. And just go to any metal show. I mean, they are everywhere. I mean, that's all that I really have to say about what Adam Levine said. Lady Gaga is a metal fan. She's been in the backstage with all these metal bands, Metallica, Megadeth, Iron Maiden. She just sang at the Taylor Harkins uh, tribute show with Def Leppard, Joe Elliott, and her sang Photograph. Fucking really cool. And Wolfgang jammed again. So... Fuck, I can't. I'm gonna see Wolfgang in uh, March with uh, Ultra Bridge. You don't like Miles Kennedy and uh, WVH uh, Mammoth. But uh, what do you think about it, Charles? Adam Levine. He's a fucking douche. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, Axel Rose was dating L- Lana Del Rey at one point. Ooh, or whatever, but well, her music's ooh, but she's pretty hot. (laughs) So I mean, obviously, you know, it's like I would fuck Katy Perry, but I wouldn't listen to her music. How many hot broads? (laughs) How many hot broads has Lars Ulrich been with? A lot. Exactly. You're you're rich. You get all the chicks. Why would you listen to Adam Levine about anything? I have no idea, dude. I I don't know. He doesn't have moves like Jagger, but he sings a song no. moves like Jagger. Even, and it doesn't even sound like the fucking Stones. That's an abortion to the Stones, man. man he's and he like, says, he says his band, I'm sorry, Jerry, I'll go first and then you go, okay, Jerry? He says that his band is R&B and hip-hop influenced, but when he was on the fucking voice, he was advocating rock and roll and played drums like on Beatles covers and this and that and this and that. He was like the fucking token rock guy on that fucking show. Well, fuck him. Fuck you, Admiral V. Go, Jerry. But, but <laughs> before Jerry goes, let me say one thing. The great Lee Gersman yeah. one day decided to throw at me, hey, let's review this band called 
Clara's Flowers or some something. I don't know. It, it was a weird name. I never heard of them. So I listened. And for a song or two, I was like, what is this? This is not too horrible. Kind of sounds like Weezer a bit, though. And anytime I hear something, I think, oh, it sounds okay. I'll look into it. It was the original name of Maroon 5. <laughs> ruined the whole ruined the whole album for me because <laughs> they morph into Maroon Five. So even so though it Clara's Flowers, I believe I can send that you. That sounds familiar, man. I think I've heard that before. I'll either Clara. either way, okay. I'll give Clara way. and Buster Flower. It was derivative of a Weezer. I'm not a whiskey, but because I knew it would, once I looked into it, said they're Maroon Five. It doesn't matter. They could have done Abbey Road. You become Maroon Five. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's over. Dude, so, Matchbox Twenty is a thousand times better than Maroon Five. Well, that's kind of a push, but I mean, no, no, I, I, I fucking Rob is not a fucking dick like fucking Adam Levine. Let's give him that, that could be true. But disease I, has a killer riffs in there. Jerry, what do you think about Adam Levine? Fucking douchebag. I mean, look at some of these players that play metal. Look at the original ladies, Lita Ford and Doro Besh. Hello. Gorgeous. I mean, look at the players now. Fucking Nita Strauss. Uh, the two girls from the Iron Maidens, Nikki Stringfield and Courtney Cox. They're fucking gorgeous, man. I mean, metalheads don't listen, or women don't listen to metal. Hot chicks don't listen to metal. But yeah, the, whatever. He's but the thing bag. is, I, but the thing is, he was saying that to a girl who told him he liked metal, and he was hitting on her. So she said, "Hot chicks don't listen to metal, other than you." <laughs> so. Your God is so outrageous. Yeah, man, he fucking. Oh. Fuck you, Adam. Do I have a fucking Maroon Five that I had my from X? If I do, I'm gonna bust it on a fucking. Freeform rock podcast. Yeah, yeah, one. I'll bring it to. I'll, need, I'll bring it to the. Uh, you need to break that podcast. before the Bee Gees. I promise you that. Sir. I'm waiting for Kate to send me the disco albums, man. Kate, don't do it, please. Kate please has no, no, dude. I have to do it, man. Oh man, they just um, uh, just real quick on uh, football note, they just carted to uh, yeah. I saw, I'm watching Watch it right it. now. Yeah, they're. That's oh, bad. Fuck. It looks they're bad now. But he was already hurt too. Oh, uh, they're carting him off with his head in a stabilizer. Well, I do like I like the coach. He was uh, okay. Shanahan's offensive assistant. Yeah. All right. What's next? What's next? We got your Reds, dude. Set a record for hitting ninety nine batters. Hey, this man, you might, you, might as well be, you might as well be good at something, man. <laughs> what do you think about that, Andy? 99 batters, and most of them were either Cubs or Brewers or Pirates. <laughs> Guys, I'm sure a lot of them were Pirates, actually. Yeah. I mean, man, there were there were a lot of stoppage in games for the Reds this year and last year. But I mean, you, you know, know you, you also got a bunch of young pitchers, too. They're gonna a lot of young pitchers game. that are trying to pitch inside, and some of them can't these days, and yeah. they just don't have the control to pitch inside like back in the day. And I think but that I, I would I wouldn't pass David Bell though to tell us pitchers go beam a couple of those idiots, but <laughs> you know it's part of the game, man. Part of the as game. As long as you don't aim for their head and play head on her, I got no problem. If you want to beam somebody, go ahead. Yeah, that's true. It's but part not of the that... game, man. It's part of the game. Ninety-nine. It's like a hockey fight. It's part of the game. It's not actually in the rules, but. 
What do you Unwritten think about rule. There you uh, go. Charles? Uh, the Guardians are the real team in Ohio. <laughs> they thought, they, I, I thought they would suck ball. Actually, I think the Reds uh, beat them five on the six this year, but we'll talk about that another time. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I was surprised, man. They were predicted to and the not Guardians, be very good at all. And the Guardians are probably the youngest team to lock up the playoff. Did in the I think league. they predicted dead last, weren't they, in their division? Well, I had, had them fourth, but with Terry Francona, you can never count them out. Yeah, I had the exactly. twins in that division. I think ah, the Astros, the Astros me, me, come out. Me and Andy were talking about some twins earlier. The Astros <laughs> have come out of the AL. They're going to beat the Dodgers for the World Series, and then uh, uh, dude, this is what I say about my Dodgers. You know, they have the best record in the in baseball, in and they've the had that. They've had that. No, in baseball. Yeah, but I mean, it's still the NL. It's still in baseball. Who has the home it. run record home in, in baseball? It's Barry Bonds, NL. But he yeah. was on some roids. I hate fucking Barry Bonds. Well, but, you uh, should. Just gonna say, kick was that? Sorry. I was a fucked up kid. Bridgewater <laughs> came in. But yeah. um, I'm just oh, saying, fuck. the Dodgers just did a fucking team, rec- team franchise record, 107 wins. Yeah. And they set an uh-huh. MLB record for winning, what, 106 games and three straight seasons with 162 game yeah. season that's pretty damn good but that's, that's one good thing about baseball like it doesn't matter what your record is it's a whole new season in the playoffs that's what i yeah, was really just about to say i if mean home field gonna, advantage home field advantage really isn't that big of an advantage you got the last th- of that if they play atlanta if they play the mets they have three great starters i think we have three great starters too but sometimes our hitters go into a box like last night, we won one to nothing in overtime. Overtime, extra in, innings. Well, yeah, I mean extra innings. I'm fucked up, <laughs> but we because I'm watching football, so overtime got in my head. I'm watching the fucking top. You're watching. You're not watching. You're watching the Bengals. That's not football. <laughs> it's like soccer. Uh, I'm just saying. I've already said it on Facebook. I said the Dodgers may have the best record, but I think they won't win the World Series. You got that's Atlanta. Just, that's just you using your reverse that's a psychology. Good no, no, call. I stopped the reverse <laughs> psychology because you took it away from me last year <laughs> and fucked up our team in the play. We had that interception, and you had to fuck it up by saying I'm a, you had to copy me. I'm a Cleveland fan, but I think the Astros are going to own your ass come that World Series this year. I'm just prove. oh touchdown Bengals. But yeah. what I'm going to say is that. Dusty Baker's the manager of the Astros. He's not a good playoff manager. <laughs> just let you guys know that. I know. Touchdown Bengals. Huh? It's, it's weird. Uh, when he left the Cubs, the Cubs won the next year. Uh, when he left Washington, the Nets won the next year. It's happened. It's weird for him. But let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. I want to ask you this, Mark. If you guys don't make the World Series the, this year, Will, uh, would you pull for the Astros to win it all? No. Never. I would Get pull it, Mark. For... Don't tell me what's going on. I'm I'd two pull... minutes behind on your okay, I'm on fucking it... internet. I just saw the touchdown. Honest. Thanks. I'm man. not on TV. I'm on fucking streaming, so it's usually slower. Sorry. I was like a minute behind for some what reason. Do you, what internet it. company do you have? It's fucking... How uh, the hell it's is the Bengals? We need man. the Bengals to lose. Come Why on. Why don't you now. watch it on Prime Video? I am watching it on Prime. 
It's part of the Roku stream. Why is Kirk Herbstreet an announcer on NFL games? He's pretty damn good, though. Is he? He never played an NFL game. In his it doesn't life. matter. He's up. he knows football and he's really good. I no, like he don't. Him. When he turned his back on Ohio State, his alma mater. Fuck him. He shouldn't be on a goddamn. Well, don't tell him. me you guys didn't like Dennis you Miller on Monday Night Football. Huh? Do you good guys didn't like Dennis Miller on Monday Dennis Night Miller Football? Dennis Miller was terrible on Monday. Dennis oh. Miller is funny as fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Oh, but, but it was weird. It was very very weird to have him. Be a commentator for but he him. didn't ruin the game. Do you remember That's when Bill question. Murray used to do you remember when Bill yeah. Murray used to guest guest uh yeah. host the Cubs games? Yeah. That's how bad Dennis Miller was. <laughs> That's the question. Why does everybody hate Joe Buck so much? Because Joe Buck is a homer. He's always a St. Louis man. He hates the Dodgers. And when he does Dodger games in the playoffs, he focuses more on the other team. And if you guys aren't a Dodger fan, you don't notice that. He focuses. He, so his he dad, what was his dad's now? name? Hall of Fame announcer. Jack Buck. Jack Buck. He, he is a St. Louis fucking homer. That's what I loved about Vin Scully and Chet Kern. They fucking told you like it was. If the team sucked, they told you the Lakers sucked. They told you the Dodgers sucked. They didn't play favorites. Jack, uh, Joe. Joe Buck plays favorites. Joe Davis, Joe Davis is now the baseball NFL guy. He is the Dodgers' full-time announcer. Took over for Vin Scully. You can't tell that he loves the Dodgers. You can't tell that at all when he does so, games. He's in the middle. But he does give you facts about the Dodgers because he's there all the time. So in the NFL, he preferred the St. Louis nobodies because they don't have a team. I'm talking about in his NFL. Oh, NFL, Troy Aikman's good. Troy Aikman's great, and I like Joe Buck. I I like Joe Buck on the NFL. But I don't don't like like, Joe Buck on the NFL is cool. Yeah. But in baseball, he was too one-sided. Is he doing doing baseball? What is he doing baseball? What is he doing baseball now? Joe, no, not I think he's at the ESPN. Uh, he's doing Monday night. No, he's gone. Thank Monday God. Night football, yeah. Thank so God. Fox, Fox has. The, I'm, I'm out of touch on that. They have Fox. The, they the, got the Dodger the, announcer. No, for Joe, the play, uh, baseball playoffs. Who's the exclusive right that's now? That's gonna be fucking Fox again, dude. Okay, Fox I didn't TNT, know. What TBS? Yeah, TBS for the beginning, but for the main ones, it's going to be Fox. Fox. Yeah, that's going to be Joe Fox. Davis, man. He did the All-Star game. Okay, I, I didn't know. So you Joe guys Buck. finally saw what I ESPN see on Dodger broadcast. ESPN, ESPN still has any... baseball, but they have shitty announcers. You yeah, they got what? Bob Darling and um, I forgot who the other one was. You know who has the shittiest announcers doing baseball games? Angels. Have you heard Apple? Apple oh, yeah, I've heard Apple. They're not even talking about the game. They're talking about food. Yeah. Or fucking, yeah. fucking this guy has a hot ass. I don't know what the fuck's going on in there. Uh, but the thing is, is that I got that MLB. It's kind of like the NFL ticket. I can hear all different broadcasts. So. Oh, I can too. I have TV like that gives me that for free. I like, the, I like the Oakland guys. I don't care too much for the Anaheim guys at all. 
They, for their own they fired one of the good Anaheim guys, and now he's one of the part-time Dodger announcers, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, who's Manny Moda? Manny Moda's son used to do Angel Games color, and now he's doing yeah. Dodger Games now. I forgot his name. You know, you remember freaking uh, batting for the Dodgers? Manny, Manny Moda. No, Moda. not really. Airplane, 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 yeah. That movie. Airplane! Yeah. Airplane! Airplane! Pinch hitting for Pedro Borbone. Manny Mota. It was also in the Naked Gun, wasn't it? I like was Dick Enberg. I wish I, I miss him. Who? Dick Enberg. Dick Enberg was good and he's passed away, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, I miss he him. Good. He was good. But you know, Joe Davis is not a homer. He's in the chick herd and the Vince Goley vein. Did I, did I ever tell you guys about the story about when Joe Davis got the full-time announcer for the Dodgers? Nope. What happened? I think I told you, I told people on that metal station when Ben okay. died and I played Ben things. But uh, Joe Davis got a phone call from an unknown number. He sent it to voicemail. And then it came again. Sent it to voicemail. Then it came again. Sent it to voicemail. And then finally, the third voicemail it sends it, and it's Vince Scully calling Joe Davis. Congrat! I guess I'm three and out trying to get a hold of you, but congratulations on getting the job. He ignored Vince Scully three times, and Vince Scully used it as a baseball analogy. I guess I'm three and out, but congratulations on getting the Dodger job. Hmm. You know, Vince Scully was really, really uh, a class act. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the best. Yeah, even though you're not a Dodger fan, he called one of the best Niners games of all time on NBC. The catch, yes, man. His voice was just so soothing and comforting. Greatest. I mean, the, the, the best NFL team will always be Madden and Summerall, man. There's always be the two. Madden and Summerall are great. But Vince yeah. Scully was really good, too. He quit that, and he used to do golf. I never watched golf, but he used to do NBC golf. He said, the I got to focus my time on the Dodgers. I think the greatest was when Billy Buckner booted that play against the Mets and he just lost his mind when Billy Buckner's a great he was a great Dodger he lost what three world championships to the A's to Reggie Jackson Vin Scully's best call I thought was when Kurt Gibson hit that home yeah run. that was a good one she Why is gone that in was a, in a season of improbable I prayed that that call on that metal station the day he died because it happened when I was doing my show on a Tuesday I played Vin Scully calls. I just went in there, grabbed him off YouTube, put him on the show really quick, and I took off my like movie quotes. I put him on her. I said, you know what? I'm gonna pay a tribute to my favorite fucking who taught me baseball, Vin fucking Scully. Here's some calls. I put the Niners call on. I put the Kurt Gibson call. I put the Fernando call. Raise your sombreros to the sky, yes. you know, because he threw a no hitter. And I did the Sandy Kopex perfect game with him calling that. Yeah, I am. A, I remember that Kurt Gibson game. I think it was a Sunday because I was at my grandparents' house, which we always went on Sundays, and we were all in the living room watching baseball, you know. And I remember that game that that game vividly. We were all in the living room watching it. Yeah, but you on the TV, you didn't get then. We got it on the radio here. Hmm. So you need to go on YouTube and listen. To the call that Vince Scully made on Kurt Gibson's home run. He goes and he hits it and she is gone. She is gone. And he says, in the season, because that season, 
Nobody picked the Dodgers to win the World Series. The Mighty Mets, we beat them. Rick fucking, we just beat everybody. And we weren't a great team. Kurt Gibson Gibson came to spring training. Mickey Hatcher played a joke on him. He got so pissed. He called the team meeting. said, look, this is why you guys don't win. You guys are fucking around too much. You need to get your asses in gear and start winning. Like Mookie Betts told the Dodgers, this is why you lost to my Red Sox. You guys weren't doing the little things. Gave a speech to the Dodgers. Told them, you need to do the little things to win a championship. It was awesome. Yes. It was awesome. 50-game season, like college ball. Yeah. It was awesome, but not like the red sweep in the A's. That was way more awesome. 1991? 1990. 1990, when they swept the Dodgers. I was there, as Mark would quote. I was there, and Jose Rio shut them the fuck down. And that was not called by Vince Gully, by the way. No, it wasn't. CBS. And I don't know. I mean, yeah, the Dodgers were okay, but we were just pushing Dodgers out of Dodgers. They're not going to win. No, this I year. just said we got swept by them yeah. in the playoffs that year when Mike Bill Russell, because Tommy Lasorda had a heart attack during that season and Bill Russell took over as manager. And that I love Bill Russell, part of the longest. What are you talking about? The, when, the, when the Reds beat the A's, we beat the, the Pirates in the playoffs. Yeah. You beat but us you too. Had, no, there's no. Well, you beat us in that year to go to the World Series, man. Not dude, back back then. There was you only beat two Piazza, Carlos Mondesi. Yeah. You beat, you swept us, dude. Was that that was the A's in 1990? There was, two, there was only two playoff teams, man. Was that 93? Yeah, 95, baby. Did you guys win the World Series? No, we had we had the best record. That's the year of the strike. 1990. No, Eric the Dodgers David. had the best record at the strike. Yeah, we beat you. I remember we swept you guys in the playoffs, but we got beat by the No, the, the strike I, actually Montreal Expos had the best record. Oh yeah, that's right. Expos. And we were in first place in the West at that time and then yeah, the Reds were in one. first place too. I remember that. Yeah. No, you weren't. We were. In the no, in, in our di- in our division, we were we're in the same division then, dude. The Reds no, were we were place, in first man. place in that oh, division dude. that year. Oh, dude. <laughs> I remember this because that pissed me off. All right, let's get to let's just, we'll talk about that later, man. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna look it up. All right, What's let's next? get to uh, best band merchandise: Kiss or Iron Maiden? Uh, Iron Maiden. Iron uh, Maiden because of Eddie. What do you I think? Mean, Charles? That's the best mascot of all time. Yes, yes, of course you'd say, Jerry. Both bands keep making it. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Maiden has the best thing. I think Maiden puts on a better show than Kiss. So I'll pick Maiden because that Maiden uh-huh. show I saw was fucking you amazing. You don't have an Iron Maiden. You don't have an Iron Maiden casket. Oh, uh, you know because I'd get a half Iron Maiden, half Kiss casket. Why not? Here's that a question, uh, Jerry wanted to know: ketchup on a hot dog, yes or no, Andy? Mustard only with relish, no mustard. I, I mean, no ketchup. What do you think, Charles? I like it all. What do you think, Jerry? Fuck no, man. Ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. That's blasphemy. That's an insult. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Only two things belong on 
hot dog that's mustard and chili. That's it. Thank you. I like that. I take I take ketchup, mustard, relish, and chili on the same day. I like with mayonnaise on it. It's just like and 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 sauerkraut. Mayonnaise is only good with like a hot link. Just the smell of sauerkraut makes me fucking Ralph, man. I do like I like sauerkraut too, but never ketchup. Right, I remember growing up, my mom making that shit all the time, just sticking up the house for like a week. Oh, it's so good. And it gets better <laughs> with, with reheats. Oh, shit. Oh. The Dolphins are going to take the lead, man. They're going to kick a field goal good. right here. Thank you. Oh, he missed it. He bumped no, it. Got, oh, it went got, through. It went through. They just got a touchdown, dude. Who? The Dolphins. Oh, they just got a touchdown. That was a field goal. Yeah, yeah, they bonked the field goal, though? They bonked it. They bonked it. bounced it. back. Oh, I thought it went through. It bounced and bounced. Uh, the Bengals to lose. But man, Bridgewater took them down the field. You know, through. congratulations to your Browns on their three-game season. But uh, I have no yeah, problem with okay. your team, dude. I have no problem with it. You're not the Cowboys. You're not the Seahawks. You're not the Rams. Oh, boy, I don't give a fuck about your team. <laughs> right, cool. Jerry? We don't give a fuck about the Browns. We only care about the Seahawks. Uh, they're, they're harmless. The Rams and the Cowboys. <laughs> They're harmless if we go unless we go five and six when Deshaun comes back. Let's go on to the next topic. The next topic is Star Trek Four. We'll include yeah. the next yeah. generation, but new actors playing them. I'm gonna go with Jerry first because Andy is not a Star Trek fan. Me neither. Jerry. So me and Jerry are talking about this. Ooh. I got no problem with that at all, man. Fucking dude. But you didn't like the new Captain Kirk. <clears throat> Um, I I didn't hate the new Captain Kirk. I just I don't know. But you see, you see if they would have listened to you're him. You're talking about Chris won. Pine, right? You're talking about Chris Pine. No, no, not Chris Pine. The one in fucking Strange New Worlds. No, I didn't say I hated him. I thought you said you didn't like it. No, I thought he was I, pretty I, damn good. No, I wa- I only watched the first episode. Of that. I need to watch a bunch more. But no, no problem with him, dude. Okay. Well, I think it's cool because. They're old as fuck, and you need to keep the shit going because Star Trek's going to last longer than Star Wars. That's just my opinion. Uh, uh, you you like that one girl in Star Wars? I can't even say her name right now. Daisy Ridley. Yeah, you're you're a fucking fucking... fine as hell, dude. (laughs) What do you think about Daisy Ridley, Andy Rodriguez? Oh God, here we go. I don't know. I think she's just okay. What do you think about Charles? Uh, that one to talk on. What do you think about Daisy Ridley, Charles? Tremendous baby face in the Star Wars canon. One of the greatest heroes ever. Okay. I disagree with both of you. I think that everybody was gets pissed off because she was a But you don't like Star character. Wars as much. You like oh, Star Wars. I have Wars. all the fucking Star oh, Wars films. I have all the Star Trek films. I watch all the Star Trek series. I watch all the Star Wars. I don't Wars understand. Series. I don't understand all the misogyny about her against her. She I have ass. no Jerry knows I don't. I just fuck with him. He knows I don't care about her. She's a tremendous. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love the baby last three Star, Wars, Star Wars, but uh you know, you can't blame the actors for what they're given, man. You know, they get a script, that's what they gotta do. You know, yeah, and man. she was tremendous in she Murder was. on the Orient Express. Yeah, tell me t- tell me what Star Trek had Jar Jar Binks. I'm waiting for that one. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. What the hell? No, what did what 
irritating character that Star Trek have. Because me so love you, Annie. You know. That was uh, they had, they had life goes on. Life goes on. But you also had uh Dark I can Maul. think of a, a really Dark character. Maul on that film. for 30 seconds. The next generation, I could think of a bunch of them. Loxana Troy, annoying as hell. What about the reading rainbow guy with the hair clip? What's wrong uh, with Jordy LaForge is cool. awesome? <laughs> fucking Ooh. dude, he was a Kippa Tamba in that fucking uh, what was it? Roots? Yeah. I it was a misstep. What happened with the Attack of the Clones? Did they not cut Jar Jar down a lot? They did because he was a, dude, that exactly. kid who played young Anakin was horrible. Okay. I mean, but but it's still Star Wars. I mean, it was Do they have Star Trek land at your place of work, or do they have? Well, because Galaxy we don't. Edge? I don't work at Paramount, bitch. There, what Disney. Paramount Park is it? They sold. There them is off no the fucking theater. Paramount Park. Exactly, it sold it off. Yeah, the I always there. said I wish Disney would buy Star Trek so we could fucking kill Marvel. So Star Wars, that's it. But uh, we'll never kill Star Wars. So. Did you guys? Uh, I'll start with you first, Andy. Did you get? Okay. Did you pre-order the new uh, live album of the 1997 residency at the San Francisco Fillmore, Tom Petty and Heartbreakers? I have not. I I have not. I'm buying my stuff in order. I'm trying. I want to get the Pink Floyd first, and then try to save up for the Revolver, and then I'll move on to Tom Petty. I didn't get the vinyls. I got the CDs. What about you, Charles? I think I'm going to get a lot of CDs of a lot of the stuff. That's yeah, I, I stuff for that I Floyd Animals. I do want that on vinyl. Oh, yeah, I do want that on vinyl. That's why I got the yeah. box. It. But that was only $54 for a vinyl, a Blu-ray, a fucking DVD, and a CD, dude. Um, yeah. Do they have just the vinyl by itself? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah he bought it for $25 yeah. at Walmart. Walmart. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. I'll stop by tomorrow on my way home from work. Thank What's you. the release date on the Tom Petty? November. Something. It'll be on it'll be on Apple. Another benefit of Apple. Well, the thing is, I can't play Apple Music on that metalstation.com. Right. I need the physical it. copies to go on my my computer. So I you guys know if you guys listen to me, I always play two Tom Petty tracks. Yeah. He's very special to me. I only played one Rush truck, and Rush is my favorite band. Because Rush is always going to be there. I want Tom Petty's legacy to keep living. Rush will always be there. But Tom Petty, I always play two of him. He is very special to me because me and my mom had a connection with him. We didn't have a connection with Rush. We had a connection with Tom Petty. That's why on that metalstation.com on Tuesdays, I always play two Tom Petty and Heartbreaker songs. That's Tom Petty song. Tom Petty. Because of my mom. But, um, Let's get to uh, what do you guys think about that stupid shit? I want to wait here? to get it. Uh, you know how I feel about that CD? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll get it, but I'm going to wait a little while to get it. So. You know, I already have it pre ordered. It'll be on my list. I already yeah. got it. Uh, what do you guys think about chicken cooked at NyQuil, uh, Andy? I thought that was a joke because it sounds so, so damn stupid. <laughs> I didn't think yeah. it was real. What do you think about it, Charles? What can you say? Everybody knows it's NyQuil and Mountain Dew. <laughs> what do you think about it, Jerry? Dude, I mean, it's 
one of the bad things about social media, man, is people do stupid shit. Man. <laughs> you know? But uh, I, I, I don't get it. You know, I did crazy shit when I was young, but I couldn't foresee myself doing stupid shit like that. But you know, eating Tide Pods and Nyquil chicken, nah. <laughs> I'm Not gonna pause thing. once. I'm gonna pause one second because I gotta take a piss. All right, man. So the night cool and fucking chicken is stupid as fuck. Just like planking. What is that thing where they used to just get out of their cars while they're driving and dance next to the car? <laughs> oh god, people are stupid. <laughs> and it, it, it was very serious. The FDA came out and warned against do not cook your chicken in night cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, it sucks that people have to be cold. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, we, we live. We live in a world where the, you know there's like, put shampoo on head, rinse. You know, <laughs> contents are hot. Be careful. Exactly. Coffee I mean, is hot. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. It it's really fucking is. horrible, man. But then we get to uh, Andy. You went and saw Billy Joel last Friday. Give us a review of that. Yes, I did. Billy Joel. Um, he had an opener. He came out at about eight thirty. He played for a little over two and a half hours. The piano man comes out with a guitar around him, plays the guitar on the first track, and the first track was Matter of Trust. Badass song to start off the show. And it was pretty cool because he talked in between each song to um, introduce each track and say what album it was off of and what year it came out. And he also did a couple of covers where he would start. He just did the first... Um, only did like the first uh, verse, the first verse moved on. Like he did Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones and he danced like Mick Jagger or he tried to. It was pretty funny. And that day was also Bruce Springsteen's birthday. So he did the first verse of Born to Run, which was pretty cool, man. So he played all the hits that you would think he would play. Except for, you know how we always go to shows and there's like five or six more songs we, we want to hear because we're diehards, you know? So I felt that same way, too. There were some that he left behind. But um, I was very happy with the show. Um, Piano Man, everybody sang along. And this was inside Minute Maid. So it held a lot of people. And um, it was pretty cool. It was a really good show. It was one of my favorites of the year. It might be one of my Top 10 shows. My wife says no for her, but for me, it was a top 10 easily. He was one of my bucket list guys. I hate to say bucket list, but he was one of the guys I really wanted to see. And I got to see him and I was very excited. So that so, so my review, um, they they um he also had a really good band with him. So they so the second to last song they did Tush by ZZ Top. And that went into Rock and Roll by, by Zeppelin. So they put in a lot of different influences in there. And um, he stuck to mainly um, 80s stuff. A little bit of 70s, but, but mainly 80s. Because really, his last true studio album was River of Dreams. And that came out in the early 90s. So he hasn't really come out with good music. I mean, not um, new music since then. And that was one of the things that him and Elton John butted heads on when they would tour. You know, Elton John would tell him, you know, why don't you record any new music? And Bill Joseph said, that's a waste of time because no one's going to buy it. I would rather hit the road, 
and play the songs that people want to hear. So that's what Billy Joel does. And right now he's doing a uh, baseball stadium tour. So that's my yeah. review. It's fantastic. If people haven't seen Billy Joel, if he comes near you, the tickets were, you know, pretty reasonable for uh, for someone of his stature. You know, go check him out. You will have a good time if you enjoy his music. Yeah, and Sorry. I went to see, the day before you saw Billy Joel. I just went and saw Iron Maiden. There's a fucking pit, dude, with a guy with a lightsaber. I saw it. That was weird. <laughs> Wasn't it weird? I was like laughing my ass off going, there's a guy with a lightsaber. And Bruce even called him out. He goes, there's a guy here with a weapon. He's, he has a lightsaber. He's going to kill somebody with that. Security! And then Bruce went off on Mickey Mouse and it's like, that whole crowd was just going, made it, made it, made it, made it. It's like during set changes because they went from like a Chinese set and they went to a freaking gothic set. It's like wow. during the set, they had lights off for a few minutes. They were made it, made it. And after Trivium was done playing, they were going, made it, made it, made it. As the people were changing the stage, it's wow. like that crowd was fucking it. I saw Maine before, before COVID. But after COVID, that's like one of the best shows I've ever seen in my I life. I saw this tour. It was really good. I saw that tour too. God, with Ghost. I saw the the Legacy of the Beast tour, like what, before COVID? I got a shirt, and then I got a. Um, then I saw this legacy of the bass. But you know what? They played what three or four songs of Sinjitsu. The fans yeah. were in it, dude, riding on the wall. But I don't know what the fuck's up for Yannick Gears. That guy was like doing like fucking whirlies and not hitting his guitar, and he was spinning his guitar around. The only time it looked like he played is when they all four came up and did like do 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 do. And then when he played his solos from like the Blaze Bailey albums, <laughs> it's like, uh, dude, does this guy have anything? Yeah, I mean, he only had like three albums where he played lead before. I know, dude, he wasn't really it. playing shit. He was just fucking up there, like hopscotching while the other guys are marching. <laughs> yeah, when I saw them for that Book of Souls, I kept an eye on him to see exactly how much he was going to play and how much he was just going to dance the fuck around. It kind of makes you wonder if his guitar was even turned on half. I know. <laughs> now, when they did "Rhyme the Ancient Mariner," I saw the video. They sounded pretty cool with all three of them doing the oh. like a harmony lead on that. Was pretty cool. But that's a song yeah. they didn't play. That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to write. I've never. I've seen them four times, and they've never done that song. And it pisses me off. Too. It pisses me off too. <laughs> and they did "Revelations," though. That's one of my all-time. That's great tune, yeah. I always love "Hollow Be Thy Name." They, Dude, that Eddie, that that robot Eddie, dude, he's so fucking fluid, dude. He's like, yeah. like he's real. How the hell did they get the technology to do him so fluid like that? Even if somebody's inside of him, those yeah. are mechanical arms that are just moving like real fucking flesh. Yeah, Eddie's come a long way. The actual one they bring on stage, it's actually yeah. really cool now. Yeah, two just a dude in a rubber suit at first, but now it's like. High tech shit now, dude. Yeah. He's dude. They, he came out with the Sensitu Eddie, yeah. and then he came out with the Trooper Eddie later. And the fans, oh, really? oh, going, that's sweet. yeah, they changed his costume, yeah. and he's kicking Bruce in the butt a couple I times. Saw that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like always fighting. The last few times that I've seen them, you know, it's like yeah, he's fighting evil. You know, it's pretty cool. And yeah. uh, that's another thing about the packaging for um, Iron Maiden. Almost every album that they release, they really give you good packaging. 
Yes, they do. Tell you something. I love Book of Souls. And I like Sensitive. They lot. don't sell you shit. Every man. album cover is awesome too. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, I, like I a guess, brave new a, a brave new world. That's like one of the best. And it's underrated. Oh, I know that with the Eddie and looking over. Except everything. for that Dance of Death. That that was kind of an odd yeah. looking. That was the worst yeah, album was, cover. I, I'll get. I still want that vinyl though. If anybody can get a hold of that, let me know. No idea where you could get it though. But um, let's get off of that, and then we get off of uh, something to piss me off. Because the Dodgers always seem to give milestone or record home runs to people. I did. I like Albert Pujols. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't want him to get those home runs against my team. Because he did. Barry Bonds got the record home runs against Shannon Park. Oh, yeah. Hank Aaron got his record home run against the Dodgers. Did he really? Yes, he did. He hit 756 against the Dodgers in Bolton's Gallon Stadium. Oh, okay, but not 715. Oh, he hit his break his home run breaking home run against the Dodgers. That Hank broke Babe Ruth? Hank Aaron. He beat Babe Ruth against the Dodgers. Oh, okay. Ben Scully called that. You can look it on YouTube. Okay. But um I didn't want it. You know, even when uh you got to give this up to Mookie Betts. Albert Bet Albert Pujols hit that home run. What did Mookie Betts did when he went over his head? He went. That's why I think they gave it to him as a gift. That second home run looked fake as fuck. Even though Bickford does give up a lot of home runs. I was like, fuck. And then the next two games, they scored 11 runs in that first game, right? And the next yep. two games, Dodgers held them to three runs combined. Does that make sense? They gave up 11 runs and then three runs the next two games? Oh, what's baseball? You never I, know. I, I just I love Albert. I love T.O. Albert. He's a cool guy. He gives the fucking shirt off to the kids. Great yeah. guy. Every time last year he was with us, he would give everybody a hug. Everybody wanted a hug from Uncle Albert. Fucking really cool guy, but I didn't want him to get that shit against the Dodgers. Why not? Get it, get it why against not the Reds. Be proud of all those milestones, giving up yeah. all these record home runs against my so, team, dude. That's embarrassing, man. You could let me, be the let, guardian. Let me tell you, something. I, I was hey, did watching. They, did fucking, they make major league about the Dodgers? Listen, no, they did not. I, I watched the Dodger Giants game with Barry Bonds got the two home runs. That got him the fucking record. Yeah. You know what the motherfucker did? He came to home plate. He stomped on home plate. Did a fucking pirouette like a ballerina on home plate. Eric, Eric fucking Karos told Chan Hart Park. Next at bat. Hit him. Did he? He showed up. No. Channel Park gave him another fucking meatball. He hit a home run. And then when Chan Ho, when the inning was over, came to the dugout, Eric Carroll was like, ah, I fucking Chan Ho. I told you to hit him. <laughs> I love hey. fucking Eric Carroll. Eric Carroll and Steve Garvey are my all time favorite Dodger first baseman. Oh, I love Freeman now. But, uh, but they didn't make a movie after the Dodgers being shit like they did with the Indians with Major League. So I don't want to hear your boo-hoos. Well, because they had to pick a shitty team. 
I can't pick right. a good team. <laughs> right. The Indians were the shit. Yeah, Major the, League the, One and Two were good. awesome. I love but fucking great Serrano. Great movie, though. Awesome great movie. Movies. Love it. Yeah, fucking, uh, fucking Jerry always uh, fucking quotes uh, fucking, uh, what, Serrano, Joe Boo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, I don't guys. know if you're up your butt, Joe Boo, Eddie Harris. <laughs> All right, let's get to our last bullshit thing. Well, okay. Rihanna's playing the Super Bowl. What do you think about that? Love it. I love it. What do you think about it, Charles? Get mute. She's beautiful. What do you think about it, Jerry? I'd rather have Taylor. Mark wants to have uh, Trickster and Fire. No, (laughs) if if Rihanna plays the Super Bowl, bring Nuno. We'll play guitar on that shit because he tore. Oh yeah, see, <laughs> you get you win. You, you bring still Nuno, win. bitch. You I, 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 I got CDs by both Taylor and Rihanna, so it don't matter to me. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy. I do like, I like, I like, you know, long leg at the T blonde. So I know, thought Taylor last with no boobs like, and it looked like a wash. She's got I a look. great set of boobs. What are you talking about? Yeah, she, because she grew into her body. But her she looks like a gazelle, year, dude. Awesome. A gazelle. Last year's, <laughs> last year's performance I thought was awesome. It was I good. I like that. That's the old school rap I like. I don't like 50 Cent though. But uh, I like Dr. Well, I Trey. I like Snoop Dogg. I, I like Snoop Dogg. I like El- yeah, I like I that shit. Mary J. Blige was the best one there. It's I like, like Mary J. Blige. She's hot. Oh, she um, oh, I posted a picture on the, on the messenger group of all those women, and I had asked who's the celebrity in this picture. Mm-hmm. It was Halle Berry in the middle, but I couldn't tell because when I tried to expand it, it it, it got like, more. It got blurry. All right. Well, it was I Halle Berry. But say what you want about Eminem. He was the only one to have the balls taken knee. The true pioneer. I like Eminem. I, I like his first four, and then the rest sucks. But, uh, yeah. I, like yeah. Eminem, I liked Eminem when he was funny. Not when or, he's or when he starts to suck when he got clean. Yeah. When he ripped, but when he ripped MGK and forced him to go to metal and then back to whatever he does now, he did a good job. MGK man. sucks. But uh, last. Now totally. this is the last bullshit thing because this this makes me happy. Deadpool three, and Ryan Reynolds put two Twitter videos up with Hugh Jackman. It's gonna be Hugh awesome. Jackman is coming back as fucking Wolverine. What do you think about that, Andy? I've never watched any of them, so move on. Whoa, it's not my kind of thing. You don't like X Men? I don't like any. I'm the last superhero movie I saw. Was Batman Returns with Danny DeVito played the Penguin? You should have watched the Batman. You don't even like the Superman with Christopher Reeves? You believe in oh, well, I said the last one. Okay, what do you think about Superman? Oh, yeah. Uh, the last Superman I saw was with Christopher Reeve. I didn't, didn't see the... Harry Cavell was good. The Man of Steel was great. No, I'm, I, I, I don't know if I that But it was good. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, you know, watch Man of Steel... I think he would enjoy it. He might. I'll check it out, but I don't know anything about Deadpool and well, Deadpool's the worst. Deadpool's awesome. Dead, you know, you need to watch Deadpool one and two. You'll laugh your ass off. It's more of a comedy, dude. He's a merc with a mouth. If you like, you like Ryan Reynolds. I do like Ryan Reynolds. He's all right. Then, but he wasn't common in in like romantic comedies. 
No, this no, isn't a romantic comedy. Simple. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, he loves Wham in that movie too, right, Jerry? Dude, Ryan Reynolds' is the best movie was the remake of the Amityville Horror. He was awesome Crazy. in that role. However, <laughs> I am I am nerdgasming out over Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Me too. And, uh, I've, and, I've watched it. I've watched Andy, that, but you know, I can go either way. Andy, watch watch the Batman. The Batman's awesome. I did watch a little it. review on this show right here. Watch it. It's very good. Even with the Twilight good dude. Yeah, I called you know actually very good. You know, it kind of sucked because the glitter boy. I watched him in that new movie uh before that, which is really good. I didn't realize that was Glitter Boy, Robert Patterson. But then I watched him in Batman and I went back. I go, it was a freaking the guy who did the bat the the Batman movies. Who was the director? Christopher Nolan. He did a movie yeah. with the black guy with uh Robert Nolan. And I own it and I can't remember the fucking name of the movie. Inception. No, dude. I gotta look it up because what are you talking about? The movie he did. Who? Uh, Christopher, Christopher Nolan before Nolan. Chris Robert Patterson, the movie before he did the Batman. And I didn't really know it was I didn't realize that was him after I saw the Batman. I go, that was awesome. Black Panther? No, I got it right now, dude. Hold on. Looking up his movies. Movies. Twilight. Well, you while you look that up, Tangent. Jack- the movie Tangent. Oh. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, so it's a very awesome development. And, and the actor, yeah. the main actor in Tangent was uh, David John David Washington, which is Denzel Washington's uh, son. Huh. And he wow. was also in that Rock series on HBO. It's pretty as a wide receiver. He played a wide receiver in a, It's a fuck. You ever seen that movie? Tangent? Nope. Tenet. Nope. No, Tenet. Tenet. You never seen Tenet? You need to watch fucking Tenet. That movie fucking rules. It's Christopher. You like Christopher Nolan? Of course I do. And you haven't seen Tenet? No. That came out doing. Never heard of it. Dude. I've heard of it, but I just haven't watched it. I remember. All I remembered before the Dark Knight series was Insomnia. That's Tenet that right there. Robin Williams and Pacino. That's Robert Pattinson. That was a good, good movie. You saw Tenet? No, I was talking about Insomnia. You need to see Tenet. That's funny, actually, because I actually have that movie. I got that in like a 30 DVD bundle I bought. You, like, yeah, right next there. time you guys are on the show, I want you guys to watch Tenet. Dude, speaking, I want to say one more thing about Star Wars before we okay. go on. Is that, uh, James <laughs> Earl Jones is not doing Darth Vader anymore. Yeah, yeah. retired. He That's like the- Peter Cullen not doing Optimus Prime anymore, you know? It's like, ain't gonna be the same. Wow, I didn't know he was doing it this whole time. Yeah, Andrew Jones, Jones, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Always uncredited. Wow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
You know what the best fucking James Earl Jones movie is? No. Soul Man. God. <laughs> he played the professor. I love that movie, dude. Who was the other guy from fucking uh, Outsiders? Jimmy? You know, C. Thomas Howell has a C. band. Thomas C. Thomas Howell rules, man. He's got a band. C. Thomas like, Howell. He was also in fucking, you know, uh, Patrick Swayze fucking war movie. What was that movie? Yeah, dude, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Oh, yeah, Dawn. he was also in The Outsiders. Yeah, it, it was Red Dawn was also with Charlie Sheen. A yeah. lot of young actors. Yeah, fucking Dark Leah, Night Thompson, Night. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah. He was in Dark Knight. He was a dirty dance. He was a dirty dancing girl. Yeah, he was in a Dark Knight, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he was Night also Night. in that cop show that they had on. It was pretty fucking good on TNT. Jennifer Gray. That's who you're Jennifer thinking Gray. About. Yeah, yeah, she fucking got a nose job and nobody would hire her anymore. <laughs> I didn't recognize I didn't recognize her at first. I know. I like I like her with a huge honker. She should get that shit back. <laughs> she was also in Ferris Bueller as yeah, oh god awesome yeah god yeah Charlie and dated Ferris Bueller and they got in that car wreck yeah oh that's right yeah where he like think killed he somebody killed right somebody yeah manslaughter but I love Matthew Broderick so yeah me too I love Biloxi Blues Biloxi Blues is awesome I want to work even, Inspe- even Inspector Gadget War was good. War Games <laughs> was awesome. War Games was up. Yeah. Would you like to play a game? Oh, that was Ali Sheedy, right? Yeah. Oh, I loved Ali Sheedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Oh, my the God. Version, the film version of the producers. Uh, with Matthew Broderick, yes. right? No, that, yeah. was a, that was a reboot of that. Right. The original yeah, was with Gene Wilder, dude. Reboot, right. and then he's he's Simba forever. Yeah, yeah. That that voice. Master I like Ball. both versions of the producers. I like the Gene Wilder version better, but I like both versions. Mel Brooks is involved good. with that. He's good with Matthew Broderick, though. He was he was good because yeah, that was off Broadway. He was off Broadway, and then they they re redid the film. I'm sorry, he married a man. <laughs> That's fucked up. But if you see her face, she looks like a man. Yeah. She's got a brick for her face. And she was and, cute as hell when she was younger, though. She yeah, was yeah. in Square Pegs, yeah. But um, and all that. She was yeah. cute, um, But he's still on Broadway because when I was in New York the last fall, he was on Broadway with Sarah Jessica Parker. They were doing a show together. Are they still married? Yeah, they're yeah. married. Are they? Okay. I would like to get the complete seasons of Square Pegs. You know, Jamie Gertz was in that also. Jamie Gertz. Baby. Oh, God. I love Jamie Gertz. She's hotter than... She's so hot. She's got those huge tits. Oh, I can't see her. I think she married herself a billionaire. Less than zero, dude. Like in Lost Boys. Like in Jane Seinfeld that she was in. Robert Robert Downey Jr. played himself as a drug addict in Less Than Zero at that time. (laughs) That that was a trip out movie. The soundtrack is kick ass. Oh, yeah. The The Bangles. Slayer. Slayer's on there. uh, And and, it was produced by Rick Rubin. And speaking of Poison, does does Rock and Roll All Night and Party Every Day on there on on that soundtrack? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and uh, Charles is sitting there. 
And yeah, I, very terrible version, by the way. Going back to Cali. Cali. Oh, yeah. Hello, oh, cool jam. So. That is was, a great. Hey, Kate, if you're watching, man, I need that Lesson Zero Centric on vinyl. I got that. that I love it. She was in Twister, and that she wasn't that great in Twister. Who? And that, Jamie Gert, because she didn't have, she had a small role in there, dude. Yeah, she was in dude, what? Yeah, dude, in hard. fucking Lost Boys, did you know you wanted to fuck her? Yeah, but she was horrible. And they had that horrible Van Hagar song in Twister. Oh, oh dude, even I'm going to fucking blow your mind right now. Even Ralph Vieira, Dr. Fuck, loves Humans Beings. Beings. That's a good song. He loves that song. He said it several times on our podcast. It's yeah. on one of their, their their compilations, right? The Best of Both Worlds. That's yeah, on there too, yeah. Right, it was, yeah. It was on the Twisters. For, with Up for Breakfast, which just ruins it. it I like it Up for Breakfast. Of course you do. Yeah, if you read his book, it's you find out that he just fucking, because Eddie was being a drunk and when it fucking work, they were going to make a complete album. And he said, fuck it, let's just make three songs because Eddie isn't up for it. So <laughs> I saw the 2004 tour and it was great. I at least I saw, saw them. The tour. I saw them at uh, the pond, the uh, Honda Center, where I just saw Iron Maiden. But let's get to what we're here for, man. That's yeah. bullshit. That's what we're here for. Bullshit is over. We're gonna make our Tesla Ultimate Eleven song album. This band, sorry, Charles, was before Guns N' Roses, looking like a real, like Aerosmith in the seventies. But they weren't controversial, so Guns N' Roses went past them. I think they should. They made more, like a lot of better albums than Guns N' Roses. Then Guns N' Roses made three great albums. Tesla made a lot more. They should have been bigger than Guns N' Roses. Two made two, actually. Who? I wouldn't even say three, but two. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guns Tesla made four albums that fucking kicked their ass. The first four. Yeah. yeah. All right. And this is my second favorite band. And I want to talk about them because nobody talks about Tesla. Even people who say they love Tesla. I don't hear it on the like Decibel Geek. I've never seen Rock and Metal Combat podcast do an <laughs> episode on Tesla. And I know both those fuckers love them. I've never seen uh Rock All Over Your Podcast talk about Tesla. I've done Tesla on my podcast. And I'm doing podcast, doing a Tesla episode here. But we're going to start with side one. And we're going to start with Andy, then Charles, then Jerry, then me. And how many songs are on your side one, guys, before we get going? So I know. I got five on mine. I've got five. You got five? I got, you, I got six. Okay, I got six. I split it up six and six with the bonus track. So okay. I know where to go to their side two, at least. So right. we start with... Uh, Track one, Andy. What's your track one on the Tesla album? Oh, well, first of all, let me say I got five, six, and an EP, a free EP that's going to come along with this album. <laughs> yeah, I got another five, too. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to start off this album. First of all, let me say, by being on the BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry and, and with Charles, this has been great for me because I am being introduced to bands that I know but didn't really do a deep dive to like Billy Squire and YNT and now Tesla that really enjoyed doing this. So thank you so much for having me for these shows because I really do like these bands and I am rediscovering them because Tesla was a band 
that I knew very well, but I never really gave them the gave the time that I should have. You know, sometimes when you have too many bands already that you're into, and you just focus on too much. So Tesla was always on the outside looking in. I'm glad I took the time to do this. Track one, side one, easy come, easy go off of mem- off of off of mechanical resonance. Nice. Great song. Yeah. Charles, what's your number one on side one? Well, I mean, it's probably easily one of my favorite Tesla songs off of uh, Mechanical Resonance, Modern Day Cowboy. I don't think you can probably beat that as a starting track on anything from Tesla. Rules, absolutely fantastic song. Great album, too. I mean, to be honest, my album's going to be kind of dominated by two albums here but I, I, found a, I found a few from some other ones so but modern day cowboy i kind of went all over the gamut on mine except for shock but uh and i didn't i don't think i picked any off of simplicity but i do love that album and after i freaking made my list i wanted to add a simplicity song i waited Till today to make my list because I know if I made it early I'd be taking songs in and out songs in and out so I wanted just to get it and get it done so I wouldn't fucking go back and forth like I did with Night Ranger like I did with Billy Squire I was going back and forth back and forth back and forth I just said fuck it I'm just gonna make it today so Jerry what's your number one uh, I just want to say to Andy man I feel the same way about you being on your show man I get introduced to a bunch of bands that I really you know didn't know before so Back at you on that one. Black Spinner um, Pacos rules. All right. Thank you, guys. My Thank opening you. track is a surprise, probably, to everybody. It's the title track from Into the Now. Uh, the song Into the Now. I mean, that song just freaking rocks, man. Uh, it's got some weird, like, DJ mixing shit in the middle. But other than that, that song's just probably as heavy as Tesla can get, man. I mean, it just rocks, oh. man. Great opening track. I fucking agree. Uh, my album, I'm kind of, I think I'm doing uh, side one like Andy does, like start with a fast song, end with an epic. Uh, my first song on there is from Busted Nut, Action Talks. You know, Action Talks and Bullshit Walks. You got something to say. Action Talks. Don't need it. I fucking just love the lyrics. And I put that up on Facebook a lot. You know, fucking Tesla's calling you fuckers out because Action Talks, bitches. <laughs> I love Bustin' Nut. I think that's the most underrated album in their catalog. Yeah, that's I know. Texted, you, texted you that the other day. It's like, wow, that's a really good fucking album. Oh, I've been saying that forever, dude. I love that album. Then we go to track number two on side one for Andy. What's your track number two? Um, number two. Let me tell you, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really not that familiar with Tesla, so I had a good time going through this. So a lot of my songs are going to be hit songs for them. Um, number two, um, Heaven's Trail, No Way Out off the Great Radio Controversy. That's my favorite album by them, the Great Radio Controversy. I do have that on vinyl. Um, the cover is a little fucked up because my dog got to it, but the vinyl is as clean as can be. I but, need that vinyl. So. Oh, don't you have, I got that. I got that record. I don't have that vinyl, man. Yeah, just about every other one, all the good ones, anyway. Yeah, I need what I need is Psychotic Supper. So if anybody has Psychotic Supper, send it to me. But uh, psycho- I go between I can uh, Dude, what a great radio controversy oh. and psychotic supper is my favorite two albums. But uh, what's your number two on track on side one, Charles? 
off a mechanical resonance against again against again again easy, easy come easy go fucking awesome track phenomenal i do like tesla just because i love guns and roses doesn't mean i don't like tesla they're in the same vein but you admitted that That's tesla has cool. a better catalog than guns no and roses. i didn't admit that i just said <laughs> that, uh, I just said I, they're in the same vein. They're not poison or silly shit with makeup. They were a good band, great band. Yep. I they, think they should have on the stadium tour. They should have. They should have. Even Tesla said that. They toured with Def Leppard. They toured with Poison. They toured with basically all Motley Crue. They toured Motley and they said, Crue. I don't they I, said you know who should have stayed? Poison, Motley Crue off. They should have rat if rat got their shit together. They should have been on the stadium tour also, but it should have been. I this is my this would have been it. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Tesla, Poison, and Rat. That would have been a fucking mega fucking tour right there. Fucking Tesla even said, "Why I don't know why we were on a stadium tour. We're great friends with Def Leppard." Uh, so what's yeah. your track two, Jerry? Um, off Psychotic Supper, it's a good mid-range rocker. Uh, call it what you want, man. Cool little tune, man. It's a great song, dude. Yeah. Love that song. That's my and number then, two. And then my number two, it's like, I think this is the first time when I got a car. I had this cassette when it came out. Tesla Mechanical Resonance. I had this cassette when it came out. Coming at you live. When you got Frank Hannon, got Tommy Skioch doing guitars on one side of the speakers uh-huh. one oh, wow. stops the other one takes over and they both come in together dual leads i don't think i've heard of i don't think i've heard judas priest do that i don't think i've heard iron Maiden do that i don't think i've heard any band do that except then lizzie uh, okay well the beatles no the beatles did the, not do that <laughs> the beatles did that. not shred on one side not, of your fucking not on speaker. The, not on and then go to the left and the not right. On the, and then come not together. Not on Anya Bird can sing with George Harrison and Paul McCartney together. Yeah, they I'm never saying, did it. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about guitars. Yeah, you, they did that. They didn't yeah, shred. They did too. On Andy Bird can sing. Okay, I yes, don't think did. Tesla heard that. I think they took this from them. They, they, didn't, they didn't hear the Beatles? I think they took this from Brian Gorman. No. And what's the other come guitar on. player's name of Thin Lizzy? It's a great song, but come on. Hey, you Stephen Kirsch, you're loving it. I'm picking up Thin Lizzy right now for you. I don't right. think Stephen Kirsch watches. But fuck, that was never, amazing. Never. You never heard it before, though. I've come heard on. the Beatles, but I think Tesla did it better. And it oh, oh, my God. I'm having a hard but I think they, I think they took that from Thin Lizzy, though, because Thin Lizzy did it first. Maybe the Beatles oh, did it first, but not as good as Thin Lizzy. Okay. No, you you never heard it. Andrew Bird can sing. Who's Annie Birkin? Andrew Bird can sing on what? Revolver. Revolver. I have revolver. I don't know who the fuck's singing on that except fucking the other three. We're not talking about singing. We're talking about it wasn't even Lennon and McCartney. It was Harrison and McCartney. Okay, whatever. Come on. Okay, but they had stereo separation, man. Come on. You heard they, that oh so fucking clear within Lizzie and Tesla. 
Tesla, you really do need but they're not the Beatles. Come on. Okay, all right, let's not get it. But fucking coming at you lies, my second truck. What's your song. number three, Andy? My number three is going to be off the five-man acoustic jam, Signs. I know that it was a cover, but Signs is a great song. I think they played it constantly on the radio during that summer. Signs, you got to have a sign to get inside. It's just great, you know? And I like the I, I like the end when I uh, when he said so I made my myself a little sign. I said thank you Lord about thinking of me. I'm alive and I'm doing fine. Love that line. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a cover. That, that's a cover that's actually better than the original, in my opinion. Oh my god, the oh, original yeah. sucks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the original's yeah. terrible. Horrible. But this, you know, um, it's just like any other Tesla song. They put their heart into it, and that's what made it good. It's like the it's original, like the original smoking and the boys are in Motley Crue. <laughs> I like the original one. My uh, Manville Station. Or for, oh, okay, how about the original of Venus compared to Bananarama? Oh no, Bananarama. Yeah, of course. <laughs> or the, or the GNR, again. GNR cover of Knocking on Heaven's Door live at the Ritz in 1988. That's not better than fucking Bob Dylan. It is to me, but I don't like Bob Dylan. I like a so, lot of Bob Dylan. You see, who's, that dude, who's that dude that's covering that Neil Young young man, uh, young or young man Beck? with me now? Beck. Is that who that is? Beck. Seriously, it's terrible. Yeah, I uh, thought it was pretty damn good. I like Beck. He's doing well. I didn't know that was him. Wow. Hey, guess what? My wife is going to the Dodger game tomorrow because Elton John is playing the fucking uh, her cousin's taking her. I don't yeah. get to go. That's why I said I'm free Friday nights, bitches. <laughs> Let's do something. And then Saturday she's going somewhere, but we're recording Freeform. Sunday I'm free. I guess she's going somewhere else again. So I'm free. Uh, what song does Beck do by Neil Young again? Uh, old old man. man, not young man. Old man. Old man. Old man. Really? Yeah. Check I it out, it. Andy. It you're like, the huge like a, Neil. You're the huge yeah, Neil Young yeah. Netswinger, so you could give I us. I thought a it was pretty guy. terrible, but I liked it. it. I'll check it out. I thought that, it was cool. That's a tough song to to cover. It's always it's always been well known. It's one of, it's one of his biggest hits, if not his only hit, because he wasn't that big of a hit maker. So, what's your number two, Jerry? Or we're number three. Where are we at? Number three. Number three. You skipped Charles, didn't we? Charles. Yeah. No, I thought Char Charles. What's your number? You know, whatever. Well, I I went outside of the box and I referred. I asked a friend, a mutual friend of the show, which they did do an episode in 2019 on mechanical resonance on Who's the Rock that? And Combat podcast. Oh, they did. Must yeah. Have it. Uh, and I asked for a deep cut. I don't know if it's a deep cut. But he he referred me to this song, and I, I I forgot about it and listened to it, and I added it as number three. It's a tremendous song, "Paradise." Oh yeah, that sounds that's great. Radio, radio that's great radio controversy, dude. Yep, yeah, that's it's, a great song. Yeah, I would have picked another song, but that's going to be on my EP. Yeah. But "Paradise" is phenomenal. It was actually very good on Five Man Acoustical Jam. I, that, I think that was actually better. I that even like really trucking good. on Five Man Acoustical Jam. <laughs> but I added Paradise thanks to uh, a mutual That's friend. A great song. Which one, Ian Wadley or, or Ralph or Bill uh, Wang? He's a doctor. Doctor, yeah. So you could say his name, dude. He, he's been on her. He yeah, loves he us. Helped, he, I asked him and he said, ah, That's a good one there. And I listened to it and I said, Yeah, you know what? Trying to get Correct. Lee to fucking do a Tesla album is like pulling teeth. 
I want to do that. Why is that? Why? He hates Tesla, man. Hates him. He hates him. You know what album we're never going to do on fucking Freeform? No. Zeppelin 3. I love 3. I do too. That's that's one of my favorites. Lee said, did you read Lee's comments about Zeppelin 3? Yeah, I know he hates I don't understand why. I don't understand it why, but I would like to do the podcast on her so I could get him to explain himself. But he'll be pissed off and quit the podcast. I make it three is three. probably three is probably quietly my favorite. Zeppelin. One of my favorites too, behind physical graffiti. I I I love graffiti, but I love uh House is a Holy for some reason. Just House of uh, Holy is great, but then you have that's the my crunch. second favorite. Yeah, the crunch. This is our city's the best album ever made. You have the, the crunch, crunch on there, dude. The crunch rules. The crunch sucks balls. Love it. Jamaica. The, the, have I you like seen Jamaica. the bridge? The, 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 this is what I say. The crunch sucks ball donkey dicks with mayonnaise on it, man. So you keep no, I disagree. It. I love it. Oh, fuck. What's your number three, Jerry? Great minds think alike, Charles, man. Paradise. Great radio controversy, man. Fucking love that song, dude. Underrated Tesla gem, dude. It is. You know, I as Tesla fans, well, I think me and Jerry are the biggest Tesla fans in here. We're gonna pick deep tracks that aren't really deep tracks to Tesla fans. Saying True. that because Tesla fans know all, all the good songs. They they didn't make a bad album to late in their career was shocked because Phil Colin bastardized them. But uh there's four good songs on that album. I'm gonna get to my number three. It's off radio controversy. Flight to nowhere. Going down. I'm on a flight to nowhere. That fucking song, it slows down. It goes fast. It jams. It slows down again. And it fucking comes in hard. This fucking song is one of my favorites of all time by them. Love fucking flight to nowhere. Then we get to your number four, uh, Andy. My number four off of Psychotic Supper. It's not what you got, it's what you give. Badass song. I love the way it ends with a it's what you give. It's what I mean, just just pure talent and love for music. You know, it's just this band just um, you know, they were the true hard rock that that had the 70s look but gave today's sound, you know. Like so much. What you get was my number four. What's your number four, Charles? Off of Psychotic Supper. Edison's Medicine. Ooh, that riff, dude. Fuck yeah. it, rules. That Great. Riff. Absolutely killer song. Love it. You know what also pisses me off about Tesla? It's not Tesla. You know, before that fucking car company came out, Tesla. Tesla educated everybody about Nikola Tesla. They told yeah. you that Edison fucking stole from him. But the thing is, Tesla should have fucking marketed Tesla.com before Tesla did Tesla.com. So now they're Tesla the band.com. <laughs> it wasn't com back in those days. Yeah. But, no, but I'm uh, saying he, but they're now they're Tesla the band.com. Why Tesla has Tesla.com. They're right, but uh, Thomas Edison was ahead of the curve on marketing, as you said, and yeah. that's all it is. And it was the great battle of DC versus AC. Kind yeah, of you got the DC out of it, though. 
Yeah, so, we, so what's your number four, Jerry? Four is a song that got me into Tesla, man. I've seen Tesla twice in concert. Oh. Both times Frank Hannon fucked up the intro. It was almost <laughs> the same spot. Uh, Little Susie. Love that fucking song, dude. Um, good acoustic fucking rocking tune, man. You got a mix of the acoustic and the electric. Got a great hook. I know it's not their song, but man, they sure make it like it is their own, so... Yeah, that is a great fucking song. Way better than the original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was a cover to like two years ago. I was like, what? Who, who did the original? I couldn't even think of it. Uh, I don't know. Even Lee says the original sucked. Uh, <laughs> but then I get to my number four. It's from the album Forevermore, Breaking Free. Fucking love that fucking album. Jerry just picked it up after years of not having it. I hope you like uh, it, Jerry. It's one of my favorites. I haven't listened to it yet. It's still in the rapper. Yeah, Breaking Free is really fucking good, dude. I love is that, that song. Is that forever more a album more towards like um, like a concept album about soldiers? No, they they had Private Lead better on that album. It's about a soldier, but no, it's, it's forever. Not a, no, it's not about soldiers. Okay, all right. The album cover is cool. It's got two skeletons, like a yeah. male and a female. Like kind of hugging each other. Yeah. yeah, hugging each other. It's a really cool album. I got a day of it came out. I fucking I jam that album all the time. I fucking love that album. Let me let me fucking tell you what's on that album. Yeah, Please. my uh, my uncle, he's a big music guy. He's one of my uncles that got me into music. He he um recorded a lot of um of Tesla CDs for me and and um and that forevermore was was a one of them. Yeah, you got I want to live, which was the single I want to live before I die, one day at a time. You know, falling apart, breaking free, all of me. The first time, private led better. In a hole again is a fucking great song. And then the game, and then they have some bonus tracks like My Way bonus track and What a Shame live. It's fucking. It's a great fucking album. It's I fucking from two thousand eight. I got it at Best Buy when it first came out. And then uh, we get to your number five, the end of your side one, Andy. You know me, I always like to do a um, a big song, um, The Gate Invited off of Busta Nut. Nice. I think that's a great closer on side one. That's a fucking you know, great song, dude. Almost six minutes long. They really show off their, um, their um, instrumentation prominence, so yep. Fucking, I've been invited and I just can't take it. Got too excited and I just can't make my fuel ignited. Got too excited. I fucking love that song. It might be on my EP. I didn't pick it in my top 12, though. But what's your number five? Uh, your end of your side one, Charles. Off the great radio controversy, The Way It Is. Great song. Thank you. That's a perfect it's the way it is. It's the way one. it goes. Love it, phenomenal. Yeah, I love it on Five Man as well. But yeah. either version, they're the one. I, I don't. They I took they, the studio they, version here, but they made acoustical albums cool. Yep, they did because the first acoustic album before MTV Unplugged albums started coming out. Even though some bands were on before Tesla on MTV Unplugged, Nirvana did. Nirvana came out with one after Tesla. It made it cool to have those acoustic albums because they sold. Tesla yeah, well, the Five Man Acoustic Jam sold a lot because of the song of signs. Yeah, that's what led to that 
I guess the, the I guess the renaissance of earthly music. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your number five, Jerry? Number five is off Bust Nut, Mama's Fool. That's oh, a great fucking song. I love the slide guitar on it. Uh, and it, it's it's a typical Tesla song, but it, you know, it but it's it fucking kicks ass and it gets really heavy. I just you know, it's a cool tune. Great side well it's not a side ender, but just a fucking great tune. Yeah, man. Hold on. Keep talking one second. I need to pick something up here. Like I said, I just I've listened to that album so long. I remember it when I listened to it, man. That's an underrated record, man. It really is good. Yeah, it's really fucking good, dude. I love Mama. She raised no fool. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess been fooled again. You know. Oh fuck! I can't find it. What? What was I gonna write? Okay. My number five, it's not the end of my album, like Charles, is Heaven 911 off of Into the Now. This was like two, 2004. It says, Tell me why there's so much pain today, taking lives for their own gain. Or they say, I can't believe, but this is the way, and this is the way of the world. But the chorus, man, as the world crashes down, heaven's looking better every day. As the sun burns the ground there's got to be another way is our god looking down and does he feel everybody's pain as the world crashes down heaven's looking better every day it's like dude they went fucking really deep on that fucking song it's like they're questioning god if he's actually watching us and, and this song i'm i'm kind of cheering up because of what happened in 9 11 oh, them yeah. And fucking Sweet and Lynch did the best 9-11 songs. If you listen to September by Sweet and Lynch, uh-huh. fucking great fucking 9-11 song too. I got to I gotta check that out. You gotta check out September, yeah. dude. Fucking no. it, fucking dude. That song just makes me cry, dude. I'm just tearing up right now thinking about what happened in 9-11. That's the first year I worked at uh Disney, 20, what, 22 years, 21 years ago? I was like part-time and I was getting ready for work. I got a call and they told me, I don't come into work today. Don't worry. You're going to get paid. We're going to pay you. And I go, why aren't I coming into work today? Why are you paying me? Have you looked at the TV? I turned on the TV and I saw the second plane crash into the tower. I go, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, fuck. And then they go, don't worry about it. We're fine. And I, was yeah, like, I was out. In, I was out, I was living in California when it happened too. I, I woke up and it was already done. I'm like, I was just blown away by that day. I, I was in, turned. I was in Hawaii in the army, and it happened at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, man. But you know what? I need to just tell you, Andy. I was driving to work. It it happened at eight fifty three, and I went to work at nine, and um, I was almost on my way to work. And I was hearing sports radio at the time because. You know, it was football season, baseball season, so I was listening to talk radio, and they broke in, and they were talking about the news, about what had happened. And I thought that it was what had happened before. I thought it might have been the anniversary of what had happened at the United Nations. Remember, that had happened a few years before, and I thought that's what they were talking about. And when I got to work, my boss was telling me about it, and um, I was just, that, that whole day felt like a haze. Or like a bad dream that you went through your day. 
And then when you went home, you were glued to the TV and you're, you're wondering how can this happen in, in my country? How can this happen here? You know, and, and you know, it's hard to see the footage. And I it try is. not to because it's I, so I, I, I wish they would. I wish they wouldn't show it every every nine eleven. I really no, don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, you got to keep telling people, that. man. You got it. People forget. They don't, they don't, I mean, everybody. Howard Stern did his show the same time. It's the same. I don't want to see people jumping out of fucking buildings. I will dude. never I forget. See that. I, just show I us the planes forget. crashing, and that's it. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody going to forget that. Man. No. But, that's one of those days where you know where you were when it happened, and not too many oh, of those. Yeah, I remember. But I, I just want to tell Andy these lyrics from uh, Sweet and Lich. It's called September. Oh, it says, we woke to find the sky was turning black. Our frozen minds could not comprehend. On that bitter day, there's no turning back. The wound never heals the scar. The scar doesn't mend. No. And then they go, do you remember 11 September? We still feel the embers in the coldest of, te- of December. Oh. You know, Very powerful lyrics by Sweet Lynch. You should. Yeah. It's a fucking great album. Their debut album, Sweet Lynch. Yeah. You should watch it. They have Burning Rose on there. Fucking Michael Sweet is a genius, man. Yeah, yeah. He he really is a really good lyricist. But on 9-11, for me, mm. I always listen to um, Bruce Springsteen's um, oh, shit. I remember that song. I can't remember. Rising, something rising. The Rising, oh, yeah. yeah. The whole album of The yeah. Rising. It's it a great me album. So much, you know, like with the song "Missing." Yeah. Now you're missing. I mean, just so many songs like that that have followed afterwards, and of course, you know, it also brings you back to U2's performance at the Super Bowl, when yeah. all the names are in the background, and yeah. U2 is giving such a great performance. So that was one of the greatest performances. Main thing I. Main thing I remember is you had Paul McCartney write a song about we're gonna fight for freedom. Yeah. When you have the ultimate hippie writing about we're gonna fight war, that's some big shit. And it's amazing. It takes uh, something like takes something bad like that to unite our country. Right. And even even though it wasn't written during nine eleven, you know what song always makes me think about it. It wasn't written for at that time, but uh, don't tread by don't tread on me by Metallica. Yeah. Always. What always. about Neil Young? Let's roll. Let's roll. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Last... Always. Don't tread on me. So yeah, be it. Song. And, we... and I hate to get political because I hate to do this, but they always talked about Bush this, Bush that. What else was he supposed to do? Just sit there and do nothing? Yeah. He had to well, do no. something. I mean, thankfully, Al Gore wasn't there. We would have dropped trees on the enemies. And, uh, I mean, he had to do something. But the, the second verse of that song by Sweet and Lynch, it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about. We uh-huh. stood in awe, glued to the images as the towers fell, a new world begins. We lost our peace and misplaced our privileges, but we gained our pride in the name of the twins. Oh, wow. You know, um, I've been to uh, Ground Zero a couple of times. The first time I went was in 06, but it was really just a slam. And then yeah. I went back this last time, um, last October. Golly, it's already been a year. And they really did build it up. And they have this big old um, water thing with all the names. And people were taking pictures and posing. And I don't see how they could have done that. You know, my wife and I, it was just a solemn place to be. Yeah. You know? 
You don't want to go. Yeah, you know, you yeah. don't want to stuff who's there. You know, you just really I was there for, for an hour looking at all these names that were etched on uh, on this marble because it's it, it's a big because a lot of people died during that time and quick quick you, trivia fact though. What was the actual first live event after WWE at SmackDown in Houston, Raw, Texas? No, SmackDown. At the old compact center, which is now Joel Osteen's Joel church. Osteen, yeah. Joel Osteen. The it was the summit. And Charlotte Summit. Man. Yeah, yeah, that comic from Summit. Yeah. My fault. Summit. And uh, that was the first actual live event after 9-11. Was, uh, like, like we were talking about, we were talking about uh, baseball and Vince Scully. Yeah. Look up 9-11, Vince Scully, before the first Dodger game after 9-11. Listen to what he said. If that doesn't make you cry, I don't know if you have a soul. And that was the first year I ever rooted for the Yankees to win the World Series. Because they were in the World Series that year against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Luis Gonzalez broke everybody's heart when he hit that single up the middle. But still, man, that that energy that that was going on inside Yankee Stadium at the time of that that World Series. And I just remember American flags being thrown everywhere on – People's front doors and yeah, there wasn't any Democrats, there wasn't Republicans, oh, it was Americans. We were all one. I want to be Americans again. And fucking, you know, me too. Fred's George Bush walking out there, that pitches now. He fucking nailed that strike, man. <laughs> that first pitch of that game. My favorite yeah. moment though was when he was at ground zero and said they're all gonna hear us soon. Yeah. He had to do what he had to do. I mean the CIA and everyone told him. That this has happened, he had to act. He had to act. Well, there, there was met weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, but they yeah. moved them all to Syria because the fucking uh, he told them before it happened. He should have shut up. Don't tell we're going after Iraq. They moved all the weapons to Syria, and Syria has been poisoning her people for years with those weapons. You know what? It's so fucked up in the news. They're telling you which way our army is going to go. I mean. What the fuck, man? Just Shut up! Stop. <laughs> Don't report it. Stop it, man. All right, let's get this album going. All right, again. yeah, let's get going, man. Jerry, right. what's your number uh, five? Oh, wait, no numbers. Andy, what's your number six? I mean, number um, one on side two. I mean, side, um, side two, side one is the first song that I ever loved by Tesla. Love song off of the Great Radio Controversy. Um, that's I would never get old to me. Love it. Love song. song. Yeah, it is. What's your number of one on side two, Charles? The title track of their 2008 album, Forevermore. Great fucking song. Fuck, it crushes. Fucking crushes. Fucking Bro, crushes. it's awesome. And that, that's a great opener, too. So yeah, that, too. that was the first, like, real studio album with Dave Brood. Uh, Dave Brood did those uh, cover albums. Yeah. Before that, it's fucking, it's damn near metal. That's it fucking, is. Yeah, oh yeah. Have, Dude, did you, you ever hear the Tesla cover albums? Yeah, we'll get there. We're gonna get there. Yeah, they're gonna get there. I oh, didn't yeah. pick any of the cover songs. I, I did because they're so good. You're talking it's about the real to real, real, real. They have yeah. three. There's a Best Buy. I got the Best Buy uh, bonus too. We're gonna get there because with there's war pigs so- on it. 
They're so fucking good. These covers that they do are so good. But oh, fuck yeah. I, I like some of them better than the original. Spoiler alert. I do too, by the way. And and then, oh, go ahead, Danny. Forevermore I'm, I'm Rules, just, though. That's a great that, album. It's really cool to, to hear and see these bands that we love doing covers of bands that we love, showing that they were fans of the same bands we're fans of. Yeah. You know, it's awesome, you know. When, when Rush did the same thing with their covers album. Which was a big surprise that Rush would do. Oh yeah, that, that, that gave me a curveball, man. I yeah. love it though, yeah. and, and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it really is. So, uh, um, who's next? Charles, Jerry. right? Oh, Jerry, what's your what's your number six on side one? Uh, my opinion, Jeff Keith's best vocal performance ever off Mechanical Resonance. We're no good together. Oh, fucking great song. Um, Beautiful fucking song, great blues track. His voice is incredible on that track. I agree with you. And then uh, my number six, I'm ending with an an epic that was off of Psychotic Supper. I think it's one of the best songs they ever did. Uh, it was a tribute to Steve Steening Clark. Song and emotion. Song and emotion. Fucking, because it looks like red. Fucking it. Dun. That fucking those dual leads that's just going off when he he's starting off slow and, and he goes it looks like rain. Dun, 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 fucking oh my god, that song jams. The end should be cut off a little bit because they just go just like a little. But I think that's done in honor of Steve to have that that vibration at the end. So it, it's not that. I love that fucking. I could play that song over and over and over. That's my ending of my side one. And then, Andy, we get your track two on side two. Um, it's going to be off of Psychotic Supper. Call it what you want. Great Such song. a fun song. It is, yeah. You know, it's just, you know, it's got a really good beat. It's got a good groove, like we've been talking about lately, about grooves. And it's just, it just hits it perfectly. So call it what you want. What's your track two on side two, Charles? Off Mechanical Resonance, Getting Better. That's a great song, too. I like how it starts off. I like Tesla. They do a lot of the slow starts and just kick into gear. Yeah. I love that. That's like fucking, and they drop it down again and bring it back up. I fucking love it. Fucking bands that do that are fucking amazing musicians to me. Yeah. So what's your number, uh, track one on side two, Jerry? Um, modern day cowboy, just like it is on Mechanical Resonance, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you think of Tesla, you think of that song, man. Uh, Charles Charles hit it on it earlier, so we won't spend too much time on it. Well, we both have this track too, uh, side two, song one, modern day cowboy. Yeah, how could I have not picked that song? That's the song that got me into Tesla. Yeah, Little Susie was the first song I heard, but that was Modern Day Cowboy was the first video I ever seen. Modern Day Cowboy is the first song I ever heard by them. I went to Tower Records and bought the fucking tape. It's fucking amazing, yeah. dude. Bang, bang. Shoot them up. And Shoot the lyrics are dated because bang, we're like bang. the USA, the USSR with their six guns to their side. They're sitting there fucking talking about modern day fucking cowboys, dude. Different versions of a cowboy at what they're doing. It's fucking so amazing the way they wrote it. Fucking amazing song. I agree with you, Jerry, on that one. And then we get to uh, your track three on side two, uh, Andy. 
Uh, mine is going to be off of simplicity. Burnout to fade. That's such a good ballad. Well, it's not a balladry, but um, it's a really cool low tempo song. I love it. What's your number three on uh, side two, Charles? Well, we already talked about these covers off of uh, Real to Reels 2. Probably one of the more out-of-the-box covers, but I fell in love with it first time I heard it. Want to take you higher. Oh, yes. I and the Family Stone cover. Great. Whoa, they tore it up. Absolutely tore it up. If, if nobody's heard that, go out and check that yeah. one out. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. The so Peter phenomenal. Frampton cover and his Easy Talk cover, they do. The whole thing is phenomenal. Fucking Black oh, Sabbath. Oh all my the God. real to reels are great, but They're I mean, fucking amazing. The Sly and the Family Stone cover, I just thought Jeff Keith was phenomenal on it. It was, man, it's killer. Yeah. Love that. I love that kind of out of the box. So what's your number track two on side two, Jerry? Charles picked this one earlier. Uh, the way it is. Um, love that fucking song. Um, a great song. It's a way. It's a song that never gets old. Man. There's some yeah. songs that get old, but that song never gets old. I mean, Dude, I could play the first Tesla, four Tesla yeah. albums and I get bored. <laughs> it's like they're so fucking amazing. And then my track number three on side two, well, two on side two is Call It What You Want. I think one of you guys picked that. You know, call it what you me want. Me and Andy both picked it. It's yeah. all music to me. Call it call it free. Fucking love that fucking song. It's like, it's just the love song to fucking rock and roll, man. Music, it's all yeah. music to me, man. Fucking, that's what I think. I didn't know the difference between going to rock and metal. I just saw all music it. to me, man. I loved it. And then we get to your track four inside too, Andy. Off of Mechanical Resonance. Little Susie. Little Susie on the up. Great track. You know, that was one of the songs that you've heard. And it's just great, you know. The solo on that song is phenomenal, man. Yeah. yeah. So that what's is. your number uh four on track on side two, uh Charles? Oh man, I lost my notes. Uh here we go. Little Susie. Damn. Can of resonance. Yeah. I didn't pick that song. How could you not that? like that song? You know what I mean? It's such a catchy yeah. tune. I like the song, but I didn't pick it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. I out like, of the box. I, like, yeah. I wasn't trying to be out of the box. I picked a lot of the hits. See, we all I think we all picked Modern yeah. Cowboy somewhere. And, uh, yeah, my, I opened it. You guys opened side two with yours, and yeah. I opened the outlook with it. Then I go for my number three on side two, and I pick. What about five. mine? Oh, go to your number three, Jerry. You always skip me, dude. I always <laughs> skip everybody. I skipped Charles earlier. Did you realize that? Dude, this is one of their fucking best songs. If you don't agree, fuck off. I'm just kidding. Uh, just the fucking opening guitar riff. Changes mechanical resonance, man. Oh, that was a great that song. fucking song rules, man. Me and you both love songs named Changes. <laughs> but Ooh. man, that's that fucking that just that opening riff is just fucking. It well, just you got pulls three. You, in, you got three killer songs with the track Changes. You got Black Sabbath. Yes. Uh, you got fucking Tesla, and you got Yes. 
<laughs> but nah, dude, that song fucking rules. And David Bowie. Oh, David Bowie, too. Yeah, that's four fucking songs with changes, and man. Thankfully, you didn't say Candlebox. Oh, that's called Change, not Changes. Close enough. Ah, oh, fuck uh, you. I like Candlebox. So does Jerry. I so, and then I get to my number three from Five Man Acoustical Jam, Signs. How can I not pick a song off that album? And I picked uh, the cover that was really huge off of it. Signs rules, man. Long-haired people, people need not apply. And he has the word fuck in there. The original didn't have fuck. So it makes it a little, yeah. like Charles says, tougher because he said fuck. Right, Charles? Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Then we get to uh, your number five, Andy. Side two. Oh uh, yeah, number five. Um, side two. I'm still man. These guys just had so many hits. Um, off of the great radio controversy, the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Ass I mean, it's hard not to paint these songs that are just so good. But, yeah. The way it is. I miss your smile and that sparkle in your eyes. You're so beautiful. It's a great fucking change. song. The way it is. The way yeah. that it goes. Yeah, fucking great fucking fucking rhythm, too. And then we get to uh, Charles, your number uh, five on side uh, two. Off great radio controversy again. Hang tough. Nice. That's a great fucking fucking uh, Aerosmith fucking uh, sweet emotion riff in the beginning. Baseline. Love it. Absolutely, it's it's way different than Aerosmith, but it starts off kind of. It reminds you a sweet emotion, yeah. yeah. Kind of reminds you, and then we go to Jerry. I don't want to skip you, man. What's your <laughs> number four inside to? I skipped both of these guys already, so don't, don't love those don't lazy days, lazy days, and crazy, crazy nights. nights. That song fucking kicks ass it's too. No way. It's my great life. radio controversy. Um, yeah, it's no fucking kick ass tune by him. That's a great song. I go to my number four off Psychotic Supper. Don't de-rock me. Fucking dual leads on that fucking, the break. My God, this song is fucking metal as fuck. Don't de-rock me, don't de-rock me. And they're just fucking going off of the song. The lyrics are amazing. Frank and Tommy are just kicking ass, fucking Brian's in the pocket. Troy is fucking kicking ass. The fucking where he goes, oh, 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 the break. Oh, oh. The, the drums go. A little drum solo going on in the beginning, in the middle of it. My God, this song shows you how good Tesla is and how fucking underrated they are. Yeah. And then we get to, uh, I guess uh, you guys are on number six, Andy? Yeah. Um, I'm going to finish off this album. Okay. With a song off of, you know, I um, uh, I listen to Shock, and I guess it's called Shock because it shocked everybody of how how it sounded. <laughs> but I did find a really good song to end the album, "The Mission," off of Shock. Ooh. I like that track. That is a good song. That's one of the four good songs off the album. <laughs> yeah, there was a re- dude. I was listening to it. I was like, oh my god, it sounded like a whole different band. Dude, Not, there were there was no dual leads on that whole album, and there's hardly any was, guitar solos. It was like their whole identity was gone. You know, it was like I like it was Jeff not Leopard. it was not it was it was nine fucking armed Death Leopard man. That's what, it was. That's what I was just gonna say. I was gonna say nine armed <laughs> Death Leopard. 
Phil yeah. Colin, you know, Frank Hannon and every member of the band came out. He goes, you know what? Phil worked hard on this album to produce it, but it wasn't Tesla. The only one who likes it was Brian Wheat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, okay. I'm going to get to some new, I uh, like a new Tesla song on my EP coming up. So they're still making EP. Nobody told me about an EP. Well, we're picking five other songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's easy. Uh, five others. I, can do, I can do that by memory. Yeah. So who are we at? Where are we at now? Oh, just Brian Charles. Charles, what's the end of your side one? Side two. Heaven's side two, I mean, Trail yeah. off of No Way. Heaven's Trail, No Way Out off of Radio Controversy. Very fucking song. You know yeah. I'm on a slick trip. Slick I'm trip always I'm ready, ready to, to kick, kick ass up, up on the stage. I'm in a rage. Yes, I'm having the time, time of my life. What a sweet, sweet life it is. I'm just okay. a local two bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just for nothing, just two fools living up to the good there, Mark. And now it's yeah, pouring rain on my parade, and it goes, No, there's nothing like the real world to get. I didn't pick the song, but it is in my EP. Get me a jam uh, because uh, I want to pick. I want to pick songs that people don't know, but they do know. So then we get to your you you ended your album. We're still on track number five on side two, Jerry. What's your side track number five? I have to go off the real to real album, man. That cover of Thank You, man. I love that. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't believe great. none of you picked the fucking Peter Frampton one. Nah, man, it's Led Zeppelin, dude. Come on, man. You know. Yeah, it's true. That's a good cover. The Peter Frampton one's great too. Do you do? It's fucking great. And there's not, I remember Robert Plant <laughs> saying he did not like people doing his music, but he liked that version. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did he? Yeah, he That's really just a did, personal yeah. song, too. It really yeah. is. Great song. And then I get to my. Because uh... that was so, sorry, man, one more thing. He was, I mean, that was like a real personal song to Robert Plant. You know, it's about yeah. his girl's his wife. Plan, so, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. All right. Well, my number five, I think uh, when you guys already picked this, from the great radio controversy, Paradise. What a fucking jam, dude. It is. It's like that piano. All three of y'all picked Paradise. Oh, yeah. yeah, fucking Paradise rules. Goodbye, Paradise. That fucking... It's fucking... Both the fucking guitarists, Tommy Steele and Frank Hannon just fucking go the fuck off on that song. I don't know. You're not a Tesla fan if you don't like fucking Paradise. My God, that is classic Tesla right there. Slow, fast, hard, medium. It has everything in that fucking song. Dual leads. And then we get to your... Uh, you guys are on your bonus track, right, Andy? Yeah. Your bonus track? I can wait till you finish yours. Oh, I'm done. Oh, yeah. My, or my, my, yeah, that's 11. Yeah, oh, that's I, it. Yeah, you're on your bonus track. We're all caught up. I'm on my bonus all right. track too. So, are we going to go one by one, or just read them all out at once? Oh, you haven't done your. You haven't done twelve. You haven't done eleven. I did eleven. Yeah, yeah done I 11. thought we do eleven yeah. plus a bonus track. Oh no, I got an EP. I don't I have a bonus. Five. Okay, well, Jerry, what's your bonus track? Coming back alive. Great one. I picked that earlier. And then uh, my bonus track is from Forevermore. I want to live. I want to live before I die. You know, I love the lyrics on that fucking album. 
And now we're getting to our EP. Andy, you go first with your five song EP. My EP, Hang Tough, off a of great radio controversy. Then I go to Song and Emotion off a of Psychotic Supper. Great. Yep. Then I go to I Want to Live off a of Forever More. Yeah. Then Getting Better off a of Mechanical Renaissance. And then off of Twisted Wires, which is a cover from the Climax band, I Love You. Cool. That's a great, like, I need to get that on CD. I haven't got it yet. I got the, I got the digital. But uh, what's your uh, EP, Charles? I don't care either if it's fashionable or not. My favorite Tesla song, love song. The great full, song. Awesome. The full version. That beautiful guitar opening of uh, Radio Controversy. Yeah. Signs, another one. This maybe not trendy, but it's uh, a five-man acoustical jam. Love it. With fucking intact. A kind of not deeper cut, but one that might not be as... Nobody's covered it yet off Simplicity, MP3. Oh, it's a great fucking song. Yeah, fucking rules. Yeah. Off a of Psychotic Supper, What You Give. And a B-side do love song the cover of i ain't superstitious what a wonderful blues jam that was check that one out if you haven't heard that one it's phenomenal so what's your five song ep jerry um uh, my five song ep is shine away off bless net great fucking song uh getting better off mechanical resonance Cover Queen off Mechanical Resonance. Uh, Stir It Up, Psychotic Supper. And you know, I, I got to put a love song on there because it was such a great hit. So. Nice. Well, I went, uh, I think Andy's the only one to pick that song. Uh, Invited the Gate, Bust a Nut. A great fucking opening track. And you guys, I think a lot of you guys pick What You Give from Psychotic Supper. And then for Mechanical Resonance, I, Resonance, I picked Rock Me to the Top. And then uh, Heaven's Trail, No Way Out from the Great Radio Controversy. And then I picked their new fucking song that they just released. You guys buy the CD single, the single, not the CD single. Time to rock, man. Fucking love their fucking new, they released two new singles. Fucking, yeah. they fucking great. Have you ever heard the song Taste My Pain? That's a great fucking single they did too before they did uh, Simplicity. And Simplicity, that's a fucking great album. Ricochet. Fucking like Uncle Ted says, it's a free-for-all. Fucking great fucking song, too. But I didn't pick it. But I wanted to pick it. I forgot about it. But uh, that's our fucking Tesla fucking episode, man. If you guys want to... We've already had Eric Swenson give us his top 11 on a post I put up because I put at everyone. That seems to get people coming in to the post. Yeah. So if you guys want to promote your podcast, you can only do it once a day, like Andy, you do the black circle, you put it up, put at everyone in the comments. So everyone that follows you will see it. And I get so many comments by doing at everyone. I got yeah. one guy that said pass <laughs> on a Tesla. So that's fucking cool. Eric Swinson gave me his top 11. He's a cool dude. Oh, that's cool. But uh, we need you guys to subscribe. We need you guys to share on YouTube, Facebook, any social media share episodes. But before 
after I'm done with that, I need Andy to pimp a shit. Um, um, next week on Black Spinner Circle next Wednesday, we are doing guest pick, and guest pick is by Kate Doré, and she picked an album called Middle Brothers. Um, I put a little thing on on a messenger. It's um, uh, it's Americana folk country, alternative country. Um, it was released in 2011. The, the writing is fantastic, and the guitar picking is really good. There's a song on there by um, Tim Westerberg. He does a song on there as well. And it's three uh, main singers from three different bands. So it's kind of like a super group of that kind of genre. Um, the super groups are Delta Spirit, Deer Tick, and Dawes. We all familiar with that. So I'm excited to have that on there with her. So, you know, if y'all want to get on there, please let me know. And those albums can be found on any streaming device if you're not familiar with it. I'll let you know on Monday, like I always do. Right. Yeah. All right. I don't, um, I don't think I could do it this week because my wife wants me to spend time with her. That's fine. Yeah. And then um, I got I got something cooking. But I did hear uh, Jerry sent me a song, and I kind of liked it. So just you can tell Kate that I enjoyed the one song Jerry sent me. You know what? I hated it. I hated it. If I listen to it a few more times, now I'm starting to like it. So no, I said it was kind of like reminded me of REM with yeah. that Southern draw. So I, I was kind of cool with it. Oh, which track was it? Do you remember the track? I don't know what the very said. first one. Uh, oh, the very first one. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. He, he, Jerry said he didn't hear REM in there. I said, "There's a little Michael Stipe in there." <laughs> I said, "I liked it." I sent it to Lee. He hasn't gave me a opinion. I thought on his that. voice is kind of weird, but actually grew on me. So. No, his voice is not weird. It's, you know. it's got that raspy voice. He's the one from yeah. Deer Tick. From Deer Tick is the name of the band. I liked it so. Uh, Thank you, Andy. And we got uh, Charles from Oasis, and he's uh, he's working on his own podcast coming up soon. But he's he's a superstar guest. He's kind of like the him and Eric RMCP Jordan are like the like the freaking third member. And now Andy's becoming the the fourth member of this fucking podcast. Yeah, Char- Charles is the center square man at Hollywood Square. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. Fucking, what, what is that guy? Uh, Lin, uh, the guy. Uh, Who's Fred Lynn. Fred Lynn. Yeah, he's yeah. Fred Lynn. <laughs> hey, he had a great kiss kiss special back in the day. Yeah, he did. I did. He yep. did. It was great. But man, we, we want to thank you guys for watching and just share, man. One day if we get a thousand listeners, man, thousand subscribers on YouTube, we could make money. You know, we do this shit for free, but we could make money and put it more buy better equipment for this episode. I could fucking get somebody to edit better than I do. You know, I just make some money. Man. When we go to Rocket, when we go to Rocket Pod, we're going to have a fucking epic, epic episode, man. I guarantee it. Oh, dude, we're going to use your GoPro, right? You're going to send me yep. the video. I'll put it up when we come back. I got one thing to say to Andy. Looks like I'm 1-0 up on you in football this week. The Bengals won this game. Yeah, Ooh. I see that. I see that. Your sister's <laughs> you know, probably drinking some Jim Beam right the now. The were driving. Damn and, it! Um, he took a and and um and what's his name threw a pick during the forty or the thirty five going in. And the Dodgers. The Bengals, the Bengals are winning the AFC again. Hey, no way! Get out of here! I'm calling it right now, man. Julio Urias is going to be the MVP. Is going to be the Cy Young winner of the of the National League. He's sixteen and whatever. He has a two point something ERA. He pitched 
six innings of scoreless ball last night. Didn't get the win. But he got ripped off last year. He was the only 20-game winner in the baseball last year. He did not get it. He should get he it this year. They probably wanted to see what you do the next year. Julio is fucking awesome. And I think Freddie Freeman will win the MVP of fucking the NL. But I'll agree with Charles. I think the Astros have won the World Series again. I don't care. Cool. Well, I already, <laughs> I'm I already, not saying that to get under your skin either, Mark. I'm just saying. It's what, I know. What I um, but the thing is, is that Jerry did say that at the beginning of the year. He did. Yeah. He did that all, all but, year. But you, you just remember who the manager is. Yeah, I know. Dusty he, Baker. He, he fucked up against he the won. Angels. He should have won that World Series against the Angels. Yeah, he's, he's known for he's known for burning out arms early. Oh, yeah. he, did in Chicago. he left his pitcher in too long. Yeah. Well, he did in Cincinnati. You know, yeah. we, but he won. He won in Cincinnati at least. But, he did. Yeah. You guys fired him, a winning manager. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah, I like Dusty Baker. He was the first one of the Dodgers. Yeah. He, was the, he had the first, what, four people in baseball to hit 30 home runs. Four yep. teammates and, hit 30 home runs, yeah. And I'm also – That couldn't stand the son of a bitch because I remember that cheap shot he gave Joe Morgan, man, sliding Look, in the second Joe year. Morgan gave the Dodgers a lot of fucking cheap shots. What Bullshit. the fuck are you talking about? How Joe Morgan? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck is cleaning fucking our second baseman all the oh, time? Bullshit. Fucking man, fuck I Joe Morgan. Days, man, when you they would slide into the man. Shit, fucking Pete Rose is the dirtiest player in baseball. Dude, that fuck and you about that. You're talking about and that fucking All Star game. I agree that with All-Star you. All Star game back then. You 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 had to win that game to fucking make money yeah. back then, dude. People tried to win the game back then. Like, you know, um, Charles anybody that fucking says Pete Rose sucks because of that move, fuck you. Damn, Joe, I've never said Pete damn, Rose sucks. Damn crime, <laughs> he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. I agree, player. he should be. He'll get in as soon as he dies. I guarantee. There's, there's as a player. Yeah. No. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just they're punishing the guy. When he I'm dies, like, not, not as a manager. Like, he can go in as a manager. Let Andy go. Let Andy as go. a player, by far. Well, he's the what first manager to what win two thousand games in NL and AL. So he's, I know, a, good, but he's his, a great manager. But his but his scandal center around being a manager. So don't yeah. put him as a manager. Put him in as, put as a player. Wait, Wait, Mark, is, Mark, 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 Mark. When the hell did Pete Rose manage an American League team? I'm talking about Dusty talking Baker. About? Oh, oh, about Dusty. Yeah, Dusty's the first yeah. NL, and he he won uh, like a lot of games. Okay, in NL, yeah, that makes sense. AL, he's the first manager to ever do that in both leagues. You know, right, sorry about that. You know, and really after this uh, baseball scandal for the Astros, after after 2017, he was the best person to hire at that time. He I agree with you. He's, a, he's, a, great, he's really, a great manager. I mean, he, he was the only one that can really bring um, respect back back to the team. He really did. But um, oh, I was going to say, Charles had talked about the Pro Bowl will be no longer after this season. Good riddance. And, yeah, um, but, uh, but the baseball all-star game is my favorite by far. I mean, it always you, looks like you, you can do away with that too. I like the I like the festivities better, man. Home run derby. And the home run like derby. Well, the Pro Bowl is going to do like some that. festivities still. They're just not going to play the game. Yeah, yeah. But I used to really like the old timer games too. They they used to show those. And now they got the celebrity softball. It's like I, I told Andy when we were talking about 9-11. I went to the Pro Bowl because I was living in Hawaii. 
yeah. in 2002, that season, I got to see Tom Brady play. This is when it was after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they played like two weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool then. But the way it is now, good riddance. It's always yeah, it's like, not. Nobody yeah, wants to play in it. They always fake an injury so they don't have to play it. So. Yeah. Was it was it no blitzing? You can't yeah. sack the quarterback. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, that, I liked it in the eighties, nineties. But when I seen it, you had Ray Lewis ran back an interception for about eighty yards. It was actually a competitive game. Oh. Yeah. It's not yeah. common in a Pro Bowl. I mean, I saw Don, Don, like Donovan McNabb. I saw Tom yeah. Brady. Uh, you imagine somebody like Jack Lambert players. trying to take it easy in a Pro Bowl? I don't think so. <laughs> right. So I mean, different, but that was, different state of mind yeah, back then. I, I what was the year they changed it? Like two thousand three, four. Yeah, I don't remember. And also, they had changed something where the players that are playing the the Super Bowl were not eligible to play the yeah. Pro. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, those are the great players you want to see. Exactly. Because yeah. you're going to see like a nine from each team, you know, or yeah. Pro Bowlers usually. Yeah. So, man. Uh, we went a little off topic. Sports, a little bit. Oh sports, yeah, we got this, it. We got. I got this is, here. This is the BS sessions. I'm drunk. I'm Mark. That's Charles. That's Andy. <laughs> That's Jerry. And uh, fucking check it. Come to Rock and Pod, man. Me and Jerry. And yeah. if Lee goes, we're gonna be stealing people's mics and yelling at people when they're doing the interviews. You <laughs> and Lee will be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, Lee wants to do it too if he goes. But and I got be- my ticket too. Yeah, you'll be hanging out with us, Chuck Charles. <laughs> yeah. Fucking drummer. Thank you, Andy, for coming on. Check out the Black Spinner yes. podcast. Thank uh, you for having me, guys. Yeah, check out the Freeform Rock show on Tuesday nights on that metal station. I play everything, man. Duran Duran, Metallica, Black Sabbath. Yeah, fucking... I, I always seem to come in right when Duran Duran comes on. I'm lucky. <laughs> hey, but you also came in when I played Boston. I played Boston Third Stage. You kind of cool the engines. So, yeah. Again, uh, just Orange Goblin. I play Orange Goblin. If Charles never gets in there again, I play that for him. Got yeah. that shit for him. He doesn't come in, uh, so I don't program it unless I see him in the fucking chat room and I put it in. But uh, hey, man, playing Nirvana for me. Oh, I played Nirvana. I think I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Yeah, you guys ask. <laughs> I play Slayer. If you guys ask, it. I'm still waiting for Jerry to request Ghost. Ghost. I got all this Ghost shit. Nobody's asking. I request. I requested <laughs> Ghost the first few weeks you were on the show. I didn't have it though. Now I have all the Ghosts. I got it for you, and you don't come in and ask for it. Either I got the whole discography of Metal Mike, man. He gave me the whole thing, the new album too. Cool. I got the EPs. I got everything, and they suck. But enjoy. Really they don't. Ah. They're like fucking metal Alba. They fucking no. suck. All right, guys. Thank you for being on here. Uh, make sure and share and uh, subscribe, man. We're out of here, man. Later, guys. Bye. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.